You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. Hey guys, it's Michael. And that's Jordan, I said it already. <laughs> yes, you did. This is going to be. And it's Michael again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good indicator of where I'm at this week. I'm, I'm tired, so this is going to be a fun podcast. And also, I think I watched mostly everything this week really early in the week. Usually I watch things toward the end of the week, so there's going to be a lot of like. Is that what happened this episode? <laughs> Jordan is the opposite of Escanor. When the sun goes down, he loses... Oh, no. He is Escanor. When the sun goes down, he loses power. It's fucking facts, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing early podcasts. It's, it's not even that late. It's 8 o'clock or almost 9 o'clock. Ninja, but that, he's tired. Ninja, that is late. <laughs> that is a late podcast. If the sun is down, it is late. But yeah. Who decided that, Michael? We've got a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> we got Flash, Arrow... I'm, was there a new Supergirl? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I don't it. know. I'm still... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, instead of Supergirl or I'll Black catch, Lightning I'll catch or up. whatever DC crap we have to talk about, usually we have... We need to catch up on Black Lightning because a lot of people have been like, leaving comments like, so y'all just going <laughs> to say fuck it to Black Lightning, right? And I was like, I'm going to catch... I said, I'm not going to... Wa- I'm going to wait till the season is over. And then... Well, that's I'm gonna the plan. B- I'm going to binge it. Because I have no desire. I have no desire. <laughs> and it's sad because people keep saying it's been it's gotten good. But I'm like... I mean, have you watched any Punisher since you watched that first couple episodes or whatever? Or first episode? I haven't, actually. One. No, I saw the first three. I think I've seen one episode since we talked about it. It's like five. I also have no desire for this. I have no desire, yeah. <laughs> and the, the longer I will go on Punisher, I realize... I don't care about any of the characters. <laughs> not even Billy Russo, who's like the main villain focus of this freaking season. But that's neither here nor there. This is, we're not talking about Punisher. We're not talking and, about and Black Lightning. It's sad because it's, it's, it's not that it's not good. It's, it's just... Right. I don't know. <laughs> it's just not... Uh, it reminds me of Jessica Jones season two. I'm just not captivated enough to keep watching no i wouldn't compare it to jessica jones season two so it's, it's a little better than that no, no i said like i didn't uh, say it was <laughs> no it's better than jessica jones season two for sure but i'm just saying like it's the same problem like daredevil caught me like it made me want to keep watching okay i can't i can't these cats <laughs> i got my kittens upstairs for once today and they're like freaking going nuts they're fighting behind jordan's back is that what they were doing yeah they Dragon Ball Z wrestle all day, every day. It's freaking ridiculous. But we're way off topic, Michael. We're talking about the Punisher. We're talking about Black Lightning. What we will talk about this week: Doom Patrol, the hidden gem of the DC Universe app. Very hidden. Yeah. I mean, who saw this coming? Other than the fact that they teased it yeah. in the Titans. <laughs> but I'm talking, I'm talking about in terms of quality. We've got we've got to discuss Doom Patrol. 
The CGI? Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Me, that's it. <laughs> I was going to say, well, no, never mind. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, we've got movies to talk about. I mean, I saw Happy Death Day too, but Alita Battle Angel officially came out this week. I doubt you saw Happy Death Day. No, not yet. Yeah, I want to. I might see it tomorrow. No, mm, my sister's birthday tomorrow. I might see it on Tuesday. Mm. But yeah, Alita Battle Angel. What the, the fuck? Hell? <laughs> These motherfuckers, man. They're crazy. <laughs> Stop having Dragon Ball Z battles. <laughs> but yeah, Alita Battle Angel. Uh, again, I, I watched that two weeks ago-ish. So it's going to be me struggling to remember what the hell happened in that movie. But hopefully yeah, you'll be there. to a pre-screening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could have too, <laughs> motherfucker, if you fucking were awake. <laughs> Um, and we got trailers galore, Frozen 2, Code 8, Mile, that good shit. And then news of the week as per usual. Before we get all there, we've got iTunes review, just one. And it's from our old pal, Limahi17. Subject is the title. First off, I'd like to say that this is my favorite podcast I listen to. Second, I know you're going to hate me for doing this, but I would like you to review the second season of The Dragon Prince. Oh, yeah. Great. <laughs> I saw that on Netflix. Oh, actually, I forgot about Umbrella Chronicles. Yeah, I told you it was out. Yeah, a lot and a lot of people, supposedly online, has been getting mixed reviews, but the people that I've spoken to, they enjoy it. Have you seen the first episode, at least? I haven't seen any of it. Oh, I did watch the first episode. Maybe I'll see my thoughts on that. You don't sound... <laughs> well, I mean... I don't, like the way, I don't like your tone of voice. I don't like your tone of voice. I feel about it, especially since you said people were divided over you gotta it. You got to add a though, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am I? Do I not like it though? <laughs> um, let's see, season Dragon Prince. So I wait till uh, here if it improved enough to watch the season. So you want us to be your like taste testers? <laughs> Is it poisonous? Let Michael I'll Jordan. Let, yeah, let <laughs> Jordan and Michael fall on that sword. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the second season of Avatar to me is ten times better than the first. So it could be a lot better. I mean, that's yeah, true. Yeah, but the first season of Avatar was still damn good. It's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I sound like I really don't like the first season of Avatar. Not true. Every season is a perfect vision and is my second favorite anime show. The first being My Hero. I mean, yeah, Avatar Last Airbender is freaking amazing. Even Core Season 1, I would put up there in like the top tier Avatar seasons. Yeah, Core Season 1. I would agree with that. It's, it was it was tight. It was tight. It had a, a, a good continuation from. It almost was like an epilogue season to the last Airbender. And it then was two, after that, two, that. three, and four, yeah. <laughs> they went fucking crazy. <laughs> Except for the Godzilla Avatar, that was awesome. No, I know. That was, that was fucking stupid. I'm the only one that thinks that. <laughs> that was just for me. <laughs> Did Jordan watch this? I love giant fucking Avatar. It'd be awesome. And only I'm like, yay! And I'm like, no. <laughs> but how we got there. God damn it, Core. All right, I'm way out. I can tell I'm going to be scatterbrained this entire podcast already. Uh, and on that note, let's jump in the emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. First email comes from Juan Rojas. Jordan angry. That makes me sound like Hulk. Jordan angry. Jordan smash. Hey guys, I'm kind of sad that there wasn't a podcast to wake up to. Oh, this is last week when we were. Oh, I was late. like, what? Yeah, we don't. I'm like, we did have a podcast. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, you mean like, yeah, but it was Tuesday. 
because we recorded on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I understand Michael's working long night hours and needs his sleep whenever he can get it. So I'll be looking forward to an episode later tonight or tomorrow. Under parenthesis, hopefully tomorrow. Most likely tomorrow. Hashtag, I have a feeling Jordan will be too tired to upload tonight. Well, you were right. <laughs> prediction correct. Yeah, you are the new prediction hit for that. <laughs> Um. Anyway, Jordan, I hope none of my memes have offended you. Hopefully, the greatest showman memes where I told you where where you told us to roast you. No, I think those are hilarious. I also hope you and Regis can squash whatever beef you guys have. But at the same time, it's kind of nice hearing you rage. It's interesting. Thanks. I guess. <laughs> it's like I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I like, like dance monkey. People upset. <laughs> dance. I love when you fucking <laughs> lose your mind on a podcast. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here are the rapid-fire questions. Have you purchased a PS4 yet? No. <laughs> How much do you like this episode of Unworthy than the first? How much more do you like this episode of Unworthy than the first? Uh, that's to be dis- determined. Um, that's actually a really good question. I haven't even that seen is the, a really good question. I haven't seen the final cut of Unworthy 2 yet, so I can't even like make a guess at that yet. Uh, on paper, like if I just compare scripts, I don't know. There's a lot of things happening in Worthy Two that make me, as a writer, more nervous to like how people are going to react to it, as opposed to Episode One. Episode One was a lot of action. Episode Two has a lot more dialogue and story. So, in terms of like where the direction of the series is going, I think Episode is really important. So I do like it for that. But in terms of like. Flashbang! Oh my god, this is what is this? This is awesome. I think episode one is more of that. Because episode one, if you're to put all the episodes in a row, it's supposed to kind of be like a movie. So episode one's kinda of like the intro. And the intro is like just, you know, supposed to be like fast paced, action packed. It's meant to hook you. So it's it, it's doing different things. And he also asks, Will we see Zordon? Episode three, no I mean episode two, no, but I am trying to get uh the actual voice actor for Zordon. David F. Fielding, I think is his whole name. I'm trying to get him to do a voiceover for episode three. That would be so amazing. <laughs> that would be. Yeah. He's open to it, so fingers crossed. Oh, so you're actually worried to reach him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, we're in we're in we're talks. Um and last question, are you gonna talk to us about Kamarama Studios and what is going on? Yeah, I'm gonna save that for a juicy Patreon episode. I think I'm gonna dedicate a whole Patreon episode to that, but I I could. Oh boy, I could. <laughs> There's a lot of juicy details there, but yeah, I'm gonna save that until after episode two is released. Um, Stay tuned for Patreon. Oh yeah. <laughs> you think you know? You have no idea. This is the real world, blurred vision. <laughs> uh, but thanks for the email, Juan. Uh, he follows up by saying, uh, "I just forgot to say I love you guys and stay nerdy, my blurdy." Oh, thanks, Juan. Love you too. Not Michael, though. He just looked at it. <laughs> he just stared at me like, huh? What? Uh, uh, love? I missed miss that. I'm what orga- is that? I'm organizing the news. Love oh. you too, bro. <laughs> what is that emotion? I don't, th- I don't know what that word means. Uh, next email comes from uh, our old pal Xander. What's up, guys? I'm going to try and email in every week like how I used to, but with the iTunes reviews. I'm writing this email while beginning the episode of what will now be last week's episode. I had an idea for a comic about an all-out war between each pantheon of gods, Japanese, Greek, Norse, Egyptian, etc. That's kind of badass. Was that the plot of... No. no. That was kind of an episode of Supernatural Season 5. Oh, really? They, were, they weren't fighting, 
but they were all arguing because you know the apocalypse. that's way lamer. <laughs> but no, but it, it was it was cool. It was oh. a cool moment. How the Japanese it, guys talking to the Greek guys? They speak the same language. It's supernatural. Well, they would all speak in English. That's, a TV right. show. Oh, so that's racist. <laughs> they're, they're gods. They they know every language, just like Thor knows Groot. <laughs> uh, he says, "I'm also writing, directing, and producing." And casting a Batgirl fan film series, which will hopefully start shooting in the summer. Nice, man. Nice. Cool, cool. Getting into film mocking. Anyways, I also have some bad news that my PS4 broke on Saturday. Oh, and no. this couldn't come out. And when I eventually got it out, it wouldn't go back in. So I took it to GameStop to trade it in but I have a war- oh, because I have a warranty on it. But all the progress from Spider-Man, God of War, and Resident Evil 2 is gone. And what sucks most is I beat Spider-Man twice with 100% and got a platinum trophy. Wow. And I'm so fucking old. I was like, so you're better than Jordan. Well, <laughs> my thing, I, I'm so fucking old. My immediate thought was, what are you talking about? You couldn't save the memory card? Wait, what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, Jordan, it's not PS2 era, bro. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm like, did he even use memory cards of PS2? Isn't that more PS1? No, they have memory cards for PS2. That no, sh- was PS1. I was like, are you sure? No, I'm thinking about the storage system of Xbox with like the, the snap-on storage device. They don't have that for PS4 or, three, or Xbox One no you know, more. You know we don't use VHS tapes no more, right? What? <laughs> then how can I watch my Godzilla VHS DVDs? Wait, that's not the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, I understand this email is going forever, so I just wanted to say I hope you guys have a great week and stay nerdy, my blurry. Xander, that did not go on forever. Have you, have you, have you listened to Gaius' Yeah, I was like, have you seen it? Read Gaius' emails. <laughs> I've been on like paragraph six right now of a Gaius' email. Um, your friend and Spider-Man of the podcast, fight me, Jacob. Xander. <laughs> he's, he's throwing out that gauntlet again. Oh, uh, he's so Bakugo with the podcast. <laughs> fight me, Jacob. Uh, but thanks, Xander. Love to hear from you, bro. And sorry about your PS4 problems. Uh, next email comes from Xavier Sutton. Have Jordan buy your new one since he's apparently not doing that for himself. I got bills, bitch. <laughs> hey, guys. This week hasn't been great for me. All this school stuff, not getting much sleep. Oh, man. I'm not getting over a cold, too. So I'm like, flimmy. And the recent episode of The Flash got me feeling like Jordan, episode 117. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's only Wednesday when I'm writing this, so the camel's back isn't broken yet, but the Kim Possible live-action movie comes out on Friday, so I just have to wait and see if that will be the last straw. Oh, I'm actually curious to know if that movie was good or not. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even a fan of Kim Possible. Like, I, I never watched that show. That's what I was going to say. I never really... But I'm still curious. And plus, I... What? See, just seeing what I saw, like the trailer or whatever. Yeah, but it was a Disney movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you're not feeling so good, Mr. Stark? I hope your week is going better than mine. Ah, oh, Xavier, I'm so sorry you're having a pretty shitty week. I have been there. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> um, what do I do if I'm not feeling good? I like to watch things that I love. So I start rewatching like uh, I took a I took a page out of Kevin Smith's book where he likes to go back to the things that give him emotional strength. These days, that's, that's a lot of My Hero Academia. Basically, any episode of My Hero Academia that is like one of the best, like iconic My Hero Academia episodes, I rewatch one of those bad boys. I start feeling many times better. But you know, other things like other things like that too. So like, 
Dragon Ball Z stuff. I watch YouTube videos of clips of other shows I used to watch. Binge a show. I'm very much, I like getting lost in different worlds, like stories. <laughs> Read a book? What's that? <laughs> no, binge a show. That's my thing. I was say, I'll listen to music that normally gets me pumped up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You reaffirm the, the, the narrative in your brain by listening to music that is like, yeah, this is how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Because life is all just an illusion, Michael. It's a lie we tell ourselves every day. It's, I'm not, we're not here right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're in the Matrix. <laughs> Existential crisis with blurred vision. <laughs> but yeah, Xavier, hopefully that helps. You know, Go back to the things that are comforting to you. That's that's my advice. Whether it be music, whether it be movies, shows. Cake. Cake. I wouldn't <laughs> recommend that because then you have another problem to deal with. <laughs> you start getting weight and you're like, oh man. Gives you cake gives you biceps. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> All these things are lies. They're not. Um... Next email comes from Danny Villa Sr. Can you find it? Hey guys, so I've been reading the manga for My Academia. Traitor! And all I'm going to say is, someone might die. Come on, man. Right, come on, come man. Come on, bro. What are you doing, Danny? <laughs> Killing me, Danny. So that's about it, but don't worry. I won't say who. Won't say how. All might? I mean, someone might die. Yeah, someone might. Might. And capitalized might. <laughs> I don't like where you're going. <laughs> don't do this, man. <laughs> I can't handle My emotions can't handle it. We're going to be talking about the All Might Rising uh, OVA, which I heard is just like a, a mini, like a, a small part of a, a full episode. Is that true? Uh, it seems almost like a condensed episode. I thought, I thought from what I gathered, I looked like it was just that little one snippet. I, have, I thought that too, but I, I heard that that's only like, a preview of entire like entire OVA. Well, then fucking give it to me, man. It didn't need it though. <laughs> no, it doesn't need it. it doesn't but I want, need it. It's crazy. I would like to see more all my backs. Like, oh god, all yes. mine in his prime. I would take a whole fucking season you know, a whole of that. Ser- a whole series. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for season four to come out, and I hope they pack the recent arcs into season four. That's it. Uh, that's it. Man, I can't read today. That's it, y'all. Stay nerdy, my blurties, and go beyond plus ultra. P.S. Can't wait to see Power Rangers Unworthy and what you do with the Arbor's backstory. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, full disclosure, though, you're not going to see the Arbor's backstory until episode three. This is kind of getting... Episode two, two is more about getting acquainted with the uh, the Rangers of Earth 218. Uh, next email. I think it's our last one. Shout out to Troy Gillis for joining the Patreon. Um, this is our last email Ashley Harden go beyond plus ultra thanks to you guys constantly reviewing and my friends Carla and Erica bitching at me I finally watched My Hero Academia oh we got one (laughs) hit the My Academia ripcord we got one Uh, I've watched all three seasons oh it's truly fucking amazing I've watched all three seasons in the movie it's one of my favorite animes. Granted, I've only actually finished five animes entirely. Don't judge me. I'm not. I'm slowly morphing into Jordan because I cried twice. Good. <laughs> I cried twice during the seasons and once during the movie, lol. But I cannot wait for the new season in October, which is too far away. And yes, also super excited for April for Avengers. Oh, for Avengers, uh, AOT, GOT. What's AOT? AOT? Yeah. 
GOT's Game of Thrones. Yeah, GOT's Game of Thrones. GOT. <laughs> oh, Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Do we ever review the last episode of the last season? I don't know. We didn't. We I don't did. think we did. We kept pushing it off. Yeah. <laughs> Just like King's Game. <laughs> uh, and y'all's input on all things blurred. Oh, Michael, Louis Tan, and Jason Momoa are still bays. Yes, they are. <laughs> Keep up the amazing work and t- continue to go beyond plus ultra. I want them to bay all over my face. Fucking ill. <laughs> Speaking of gay, uh, do we have some gay news in the news of the week this week? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? What? The, 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 what's his name? James yes, Tully? I know. I saw you in the part, like, Michael better bring this up. And I'm you like, God, oh, talk about God. that. Why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? That's like a huge, I, I dedicated an entire outro to that. <laughs> Did you listen to the outro? No, I didn't listen to the outro. I enjoyed it. I love his, I love his singing. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I I, I get like gave like a whole like oh fuck them kind of thing like, and to find out that well, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed, but no. it seems to be going that way. Well, we don't know because the, the 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 Chicago PDs denied all the stuff that's been coming out, so we don't know. Wait, they well, did? Yeah. So yeah, they had no fucking idea what's going on. I was gonna there. say I don't know, but I thought they they released the people that they were like investigating, and then they said they have more investigations to do. Yeah, but then, but then, o- but then other people are saying, "Oh, it's turning out he orchestrated," but the Chicago PD is not. Well, con- they haven't denied or confirmed. It was what I saw. They just they didn't they didn't say if what they were saying was true or not, but they said whatever information they got led to more things to investigate. And the fact that there's been no other information, like there's been no other people that have come out. I mean, I don't know. I they, mean, haven't, they haven't found anybody. I mean, maybe. Anything. I mean, maybe where there's smoke, there's fire. But at the same time, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so we're vaguely getting into it, but not really getting into it. But I don't know. There's a lot of things around that case that's kind of raising the eyebrows. So I don't know. I, I mean, just because he didn't get beat up that bad doesn't mean. I mean, just, but he just, based off what he said, they, 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 he said he was attacked. He didn't say he was like I've been a noose ju- around I've been, your neck. I've been jumped before, and I never, I didn't have like the like, description of how they made it seem: broken rib, noose around the well, neck. Well, no, he never said he had a broken rib. That's just what came out in the reports. But after watching his Good Morning America interview, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that he's lying. Like, I, I can't. Like, just based on that interview. Hmm, interesting. And the stuff that he said, because he even he even made a point. He was like, what would I gain from making this up? And then he's like, considering, you know, everything that... Getting a lot, actually. <laughs> no, he really wouldn't. If you if it comes out that he made this shit up... Well, of course, if it comes out he made it up. But I'm saying if he got away with it, maybe he was covering up something else he was trying to do. Or maybe he wanted sympathy points. Maybe, like, he got beat for something else and he wanted to cover it up for whatever reason. Like, there's a million reasons why he might have done it. But, if, of course, if it came out, it would look terrible for him. But if it was never an issue. Yeah, and well, the fact there's no other corroborating stories, the fact that he had that phone call. Well, no. There was a neighbor. There was one neighbor that said they saw they saw something. Uh, I don't remember what it was. I can't, I can't remember, but a neighbor more or less corroborated part of his story. But then there were other people that were like, oh, he's lying or whatever the case may be. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I don't, until something final comes out, I'm going to believe him. Okay. Well, yeah, if, until something solid comes out, I'm not saying he's definitively lying, but 
you gotta at least address it. Like, come on, you can't. We made a whole podcast. At least be like, well, there We're are some things coming I just, out. I just mentioned, I mentioned it in like passing, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, sure. Because <laughs> as I, I was doing the news, this is the problem like, culture. You don't even want to like even attempt to be like, well, there are some. I just said <laughs> maybe where there's smoke, there might be fire. But, but you didn't even want to talk about it. You just say you didn't even want to talk about it. <laughs> you were If I didn't bring it up, you weren't even to bring it up. Nope, I wasn't. See exactly. <laughs> at least mention it, even if it's just offhandedly, like. Yeah, so there's some things coming out. It seems kind of suspect about Jesse Smollett thing. I don't want to, if he's lying. That's why uh, I said if he's lying, it his sets career, everything. His career is over. And he, yeah, his career it and, sets but us he, back. But as he a even people. said he, but he even <laughs> said that in a Good Morning America interview. He was like, if it turns out that I'm lying about this, you know how far back it was sent, not just me. But like movements, and then also I would be like the poster child for people to go, "Oh, you yeah. see, Jussie Smollett, he lied. What about this next situation?" So he was like, "What would it, what would this prove?" And so like hearing him say that, it's like it makes me go, "Okay, I'm not and, gonna." I'm and not granted, gonna use and that's that not as. to say, and that's not to say he still might not be lying because yeah. people would be like, "Oh, I didn't murder that girl. Oh, of course, exactly. of course not." <laughs> but it's like, what would I have to gain? <laughs> but at the same time, it's like most people don't necessarily make that argument. I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't take that as a definitive yes or no either way, but yeah, okay. We'll put a pin in that. I just heard, I saw like the meme. Watch a good, shit. watch a good morning America interview. I think that's the thing that made me go, okay, I have to, like, I have, I have to believe him for until something comes out that says, cause at first I was like, eh, all right. <laughs> so, Would you agree though? A lot of it seems kind of really that's why I said at first I was like, yeah. all right, like this, something's starting to smell strange in the water. But <laughs> after watching this interview, I was like, okay. Oh God, I, I hope he's not lying. That would be so fucking bullshit. Uh, but outrage culture will love it. You saw all the memes that came out just when people were kind of suspecting it. But no, they're, they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you saw the Scooby-Doo ones. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, I'm just like, people have been saying stuff from the beginning. It's like all the stuff that they've been, like seven statements that have come up, that have come out has all been debunked by the police department. Yeah. So it's like, how many times are people going to keep saying new stuff, and then the police department say no, that's not true, hmm. and then they keep doing it. See, like the broken ribs thing. I'm trying he, to think of that this. was that never came out. The thing that he said uh, they were wearing MAGA hats that was never that that wasn't true either. Wait, so that wasn't even part of his original statement? No. So people just added that shit later on. People, that's what I'm. That, but that's my point. Like people keep adding stuff, and it's like, no, that's not what happened. Oh, I hate our culture in general. <laughs> Who knows what the fuck is true? Everything's that's fake why news. I was, that's why I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Everything's fake news. I was trying to segue to something to talk about this week, but uh, it's Arrow. I don't. Want to <laughs> like the only thing I was like, well, I could I could segue to the Star City Slayer stuff. Since it's kind of like a mystery whodunit. But that's Arrow. I don't want to talk about Arrow. <laughs> I mean, it's a segue. Oh, well, all right. So speaking, speaking of, of potential, <laughs> potential slangs. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> he didn't kill nobody. No, well, no. I'm saying the guys tried to they beat him up. Or uh, we don't know if they tried to kill him. So potential. No. <laughs> speaking of crime. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Arrow. Arrow. <laughs> Arrow Star City Slayer. Look at us, working together again, being targeted by a homicidal maniac. What's going on? Tell her, my son. Take upstairs. Split up? Have you guys never seen a horror movie before? For those that don't know where racism is here on Blurred Vision, I'm going to drop it here. 
We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. So how did you feel about this week on Arrow? This is the episode after the 150th episode where it was so funny. We were talking about how it didn't make any sense that the character that was in the 150th episode, like the souped up, not Iron Man vigilante lookalike. Why wasn't he the guy that was in prison with Oliver that ended up being crazy? Remember mm-hmm. that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess they what? Heard, they, heard, they heard us. <laughs> they just saved him for one episode after, and now he's back, but he's not in a souped-up Iron Man suit. Instead, he's just straight up going full scream on motherfuckers. I know what you do that summer status, leaving notes and shit. Like, I was like, yeah. at, some, at a certain point in the episode, I was like, when did Arrow become a fucking slasher? Like, now it's a horror movie. What? <laughs> and I... Uh... Part of me, I was also like, it's just kind of stupid. Can't they fingerprint the 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 notes? I'm sure he didn't wear gloves. You think he just was like, he? I don't think he was that. Based on what I've seen, he, he seemed pretty out there to, yeah. to, to have like <laughs> I don't know. Even though the way he corners Oliver by the end of the episode, I'm just like, couldn't anyone have done this? Like, how many times have villains try to kill Oliver? Was it always as easy as just pumping some chemical into the air vent and paralyzing them? Like, yeah, then I was no, like, there's no security workaround for that or nothing. Like, there's no. Yeah, I'm like, didn't Felicity, like, I don't know. I feel like, shouldn't Felicity have security parameters against. Well, they just made a big deal about her new security system. Yeah. I'm like, so what you So clearly, your security system is still trash. You just turn off the power and that kills the security system. <laughs> like, I feel like it's a terrible security system then. Yeah, there's no generator, <laughs> yeah. backup generator. So, what did you think about this episode? I, I don't know if you want to just jump into spores or not. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we already just talked about the end, like the end. So, well, we just say what happened. We just say that he gets cornered by the Star City Slayer at the and end. gas goes into the house. <laughs> So it's not spoilers. What does that it spoil? Is, it is, <laughs> but yeah, we might as well just talk full spoilers. All right. But I don't know. I was I was mixed on this episode. I was kind of interested, and this and this goes to the majority of Arrow lately. Like I was interested in the present storyline, the Star Killer, the Star City Killer Slayer, whatever the fuck he is, mm. and I didn't give a fuck about the future storyline, oh. and none of it connected. None of it made sense to me, and I'm like. How does this trans? How does one translate to the other? How does one? Uh, and they do it again in this episode where they try and make it feel like the two things are connected, but it's in the most cheap, tenuous connection only way made, possible. It was only at the end. Yeah, but it was only it was in, it was in a very cheap way. It was just like here's a weird revelation in the future timeline. Or no, here here's a a revelation in the present timeline that leads directly into a revelation in the future timeline. Oh, can you believe it? And it's like who ca- I don't care. Yeah, don't it's care. like who cares? What? It's <laughs> more than likely unless they do a time skip, I'm never gonna see this person in the present. Mm-mm. I just don't know where the future timeline's going. Like I don't understand what the plot of it is. I don't know where the plot of this show is going this season. That too, it's very meandering. Very much so. Like. Wait, are we spoiling? We're halfway. Yeah, I just said we're going to talk spoilers, but I'm right, like, so, we're halfway through the season. Who's the big bad? So the revelation that it's Felicity's daughter. That's been like that was that chick who wants to sh- kill all vigil- vigilantes or whatever in the future. And then part of me was like, did they get a divorce at some point? Because I'm like, why is her last name Smoke? Aren't and they married? Queen. Yeah, I don't know. Because her name is. I mean, she's Felicity Smoke, but now she's Felicity Queen now. Yeah, and apparently William didn't know about her at all. How? How? <laughs> 
because I guess he goes off to his grandparents, but they don't talk. Then they, they never once yeah, bring up the fact. Then they that say, "Call me, call me every day," and it's like you don't bring up the fact that not one pregnant. time that your stepmom is pregnant. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Even the stuff with Joseph Jones, I don't get. With like, oh my God, you're Connor Hawk, and it com- nothing comes of that. It's just like, oh, you're Connor. Yeah, Hawk. you're Diggle's son. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, wait, why is his name Connor Hawk? Though, explain that. Like, what, if it, in this timeline, is Diggle? How dead? do you know his name's Connor Hawk? Yeah, I don't... Is he Arrow? Please explain that. They didn't explain that either. No, it doesn't seem like he's Arrow, though. Yeah, they're not making it seem like it. I, I don't, don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm so confused. And But then Joseph Jones telling me, so like makes it seem like he is the Arrow. I mean, he's doing like salmon ladder things on his Instagram. So I'm like... Maybe he gets revealed to be Arrow later? Why would Maybe they wait like to reveal double that? double agent? I don't know what the fuck is I don't going know. Yeah, why is he working with Felicity Smoke's daughter who wants to kill vigilantes? And then, yeah, and then I'm like, what is her end game? I don't... I don't... Essentially, that's what I felt about the most most of the future stuff of this episode. I'm just... I don't know what's going on. I don't care what's I don't like the on. fact that it feels like he's her sidekick. Right? It feels like he's like almost her henchman. More or less, yeah. Like I'm like, oh, Racism. You're, on, you're, on, you're on guard duty, bro? Like, huh. I love you, Joseph Jones. I'm just saying... I just... I want it better for your character. I want you I want you to be the focus. <laughs> like you're such an important character to the Arrow legacy and they're not doing anything with you right now. I'm just that upsets me. And, and then funny enough, like the uh stuff that was going on with William, like them arguing back and forth. I'm like, all right, you're starting to delve into Oh, that's what yeah, I hated this episode. Oh, yeah, you mean yeah. the present day Willem stuff? Yeah, you I'm like, you're delving into fucking uh what the fuck is that movie? Why am I blanking on the movie? What movie? Uh, Wrinkle in Time. Oh, with George Wallace or whatever his yeah, name is? Yeah, with the yell. What are you doing? I'm like, all right, George Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he was annoying me last episode when he got reintroduced and he was just bitching. Now he went full bore with the, like the, oh, y'all mad you dead. It's like, what the fuck is in? I'm like, I don't know if Stephen Amell has become a better actor or when he genuinely feels annoyed he's able to channel that because there's times where little William yells at him and his responses, I like, feel like a real dad response. Like he's really like talking to his teeth angry. Like if you don't shut the fuck up, William, <laughs> I'm trying to be a good dad, but you're fucking getting my last goddamn nerve. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, he was like I'm not talking. He was like, if you don't get your ass over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, daddy arrow. <laughs> I mean, his daughter's... How old is it? No, I was going to say his daughter's around the same age. No, she's not. She's like seven. Why not? C- close. Close? Isn't he supposed to be like 16 or something? Like uh, I thought he was like 12. What? He's a grown-ass man. I know the boy. I know the actors, but usually they always play younger than... You think he's supposed to be 12? Like, like Sarah Michelle Gellar was 20 when she was playing no, 16. She had to be like, he has to be in high school. Cause it's like boarding school. Usually, I don't know. I don't know. Boarding school's high school, right? I never. I didn't go to boarding school. Yeah, I was like, I don't, did you go to boarding school? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But yeah, calling in his grandparents. Fucking bitch move, man. What? It was. And then I'm like, is it because they're trying to lean into the whole? He's in the closet, and so he's lashing at. But then I'm like, oh, no, no, it doesn't seem related. It doesn't seem related. It just seems more like he's got a lot of pent up anger toward his father for not giving him a normal life. It's like, motherfucker, you know I'm the arrow. Like, why do you, what? I know the storyline of, I want to be normal, dad, doesn't resonate with me in the same way that vibes the whole thing right now in the flash is, I just want to not have powers, Barry. <laughs> like, fuck. 
I don't know. I hate all that. And then the the one cool thing this episode was something we've already known was going to happen, but I didn't, I didn't know it was going to happen like this season. Fucking uh, Black Canary getting her throat cut. But it being done by who the fuck whatever, dude. So you thought that was cool? I, I thought it was surprising. I didn't like that at all. I, I hate the fact that it was by that guy. Well, not it, not even just that. I didn't like that moment at all. Only because I'm like, I'm like, A, this doesn't have as much impact because they're clearly showing her in the future timeline. So you know she's okay. But she loses her canary cry, I assume. Yeah, well. So, yeah. so if there's any question in your mind if she's ever going to be Black Canary again, nope. <laughs> Cut that shit down. But then B, it's like the way... Not even just that, but then the way they instantly fixed it. So it felt like a cheap, a cheap way to to fix it. Oh, I just happen to have a T-spear that I've been working on, cauterizing wounds over with the laser. And it's like that was too quick. Like let there be a moment where she gets her throat cut, but then I don't know. They figure out a way to get her to the hospital soon, or or some. So I don't know. Just a better way to 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 execute that moment. Because I was like. Like, you did it, and it was like, yeah, it was surprising, but then you took it away, like, really quickly. Kind of like our complaint about what happened with uh, Halo and uh, Young Justice. Oh, so you wanted it to be, like, mm, a, a longer-lasting consequence. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. And, I mean, I guess technically it is because she loses a canary cry, but it yeah. was just like... To me, since we already saw, like, the, the future timeline and knew this was coming, I feel like to... to to put more drama on that moment would kind of feel unnecessary since we know she ends up fine anyway. <laughs> like if there was no future timeline, I would agree with you because we already knew was gonna, like what, like she's going to be fine anyway. So it'd be like, Oh my God, is she going to live? We'd be sitting there like, yeah, <laughs> we know she is. So I get why maybe they decided to make it like a quick turnaround. But I agree because it just makes it feel like something that should be like a huge moment. You're yeah. taking away a character's like main character trait. Yeah. Cause I mean, even then it's like, you could, there's a way you could still do it and make it impact. Cause I'm like, when Spider Man disappeared in Infinity War, it wasn't like, oh my God, is he not coming back? It's like, of course he's coming back, but you still felt the weight of it. And for like, with this, I was like, well, we also care about Peter Parker. Do you care about Diana? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That's oh, true. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> like, if they wasted episodes to be like, will Dinah live? I'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it might backfire that way. Yeah, that's a good point. So, <laughs> never mind. I have no argument. <laughs> Oh my God! Will Dinah survive? Well, I don't care. You just see if she dies. Your oh. Honor, I rest my case. <laughs> I have no further questions. And then Curtis leaving so I didn't unceremoniously. Give a f- I didn't give a fuck at all. And he's gone. He's gone from the yeah, show. That's how because the actor the actor released a statement. It was like, yeah, my kids are basically the same thing Rosario Dawson kind of said about Luke Cage. It's like, yeah, my daughter, my kids getting older, and I'm away, and I'm not able to see. You know, it's like yada yada yada. So. But what a fucking lackluster! Kind of want to be with my kid. Like it, it was like it's like a character that never filled his potential, and then just leaves. Like it's not even like he had a big moment at the end. It was just like, all right, Curtis, all right see you I later. Got a, yeah, I got a new job. All right, Felicity, remember I'm 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 the one that actually does the tech, the tech, and the smarter, the smart one of the uh the di- the dynamic. But I'm gonna sign this company over to you. No, peace take, out. Yeah, take everything. Bye. Are you gonna say bye to anybody else? No. No. <laughs> it's like, what about your boyfriend? <laughs> Who? I don't even remember he had a boyfriend the, this season. The, the white cop. Oh, I was yeah. like, you're not going to say bye to him? 
See, the, they're assuming the audience is like me and forgot about that whole storyline. <laughs> where they try to give him things and make him important. But it's just like, no, nah, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> you could have died. Again, once again, I mean, I, I get that you want to keep the door open for these actors. But, like, use their, their leaving the show as a catalyst for whatever the villain is that season. Like, kill him off. Like, that, that DS thing, if they had killed him there, at least it would been like a, whoa, oh my god moment. For him to just be like... Especially if... I'm, oh, I guess I was going to say, maybe he didn't know then he was going to leave. It was like an episode later. <laughs> or like two episodes later. I was like, maybe it was up in the air. Maybe he was going back and forth like, should I, shouldn't I? But then I'm like, yeah, if you, if you know you're going to leave... Kill, kill him yeah it's like no but we want like a like a maybe a cameo later i'm like but it's like but it's a superhero show there's a ways you can do it where you can have him come back without coming back yeah we've seen it i mean even in episode 150 yeah with uh captain lance and thea you know thea didn't die but you know what i mean yeah flashbacks it's all fine but yeah oh like i see there's, ghost, there's one more thing ghost I, vision or some shit there's one more thing i kind of liked the uh the actual conversation between the Star City Slayer and Oliver. Oh yeah, that's the thing that I really liked about this episode. Yeah, like the end. That was a very tense standoff. Well, not the moment. end, but that. <laughs> yeah, it was like a tense standoff kind of thing. I like that. Yeah, and I think I think the guy that was playing Star City Slayer. I hate that name. Yo, he's like spitting and shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, he's going for it. Like, all right. <laughs> I was, he was. I was like, he's. He's playing the fuck out of that role. Yeah, made me sit up. I'm like, oh, okay. We're yeah. acting now. <laughs> this is good. Yeah. Uh, Although, I feel like the way he got defeated, I was like, okay, that's a little too convenient. I can't move. Suddenly, I can move. It's like, all right. I'm fine with that. He's off for fucking queen. I was, I was more mad that this dude was giving them work. Like, the fact that he was able to do what a lot of villains can't, which is irreparably damage one of the members of Team Arrow, which is Dinah. And then almost kill Oliver in his own home. I'm like, this is a this is a random serial killer. Like, uh, fucking uh, Damien Dark almost didn't get this close. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, Deathstroke did. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> Although I guess Damien Dark did kill Laurel, but she's back, so who cares? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No consequences. What would you rate this episode? Do I need to correct you? <laughs> what would you rate this episode? Uh, what would I rate this episode? What would you rate this episode that I might steal your rating? <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like a low passable? Yeah, I'm between a low passable and a less than passable. Mm. I'm teetering. <sighs> Did that monologue save it enough to be low passable? And then I saw an article that I was like, this is stupid. So before I saw the episode, they were like, oh, they got rid of one character. They got rid of one gay character, replaced them with another gay character, making it what? seem like William. William? Yeah. It made it seem like younger William came out in this episode. And I was like, Would you, wait, what? When? Ba- based on the article, that, I'm saying based on the article that I read, it was like, oh, they got rid of one gay character, but don't worry, Arrow's still pretty diverse because they got another gay character with, with William and young William to make it seem like he came out. Because it was like, we already knew William was gay, so why is this article even being written? So it made it seem like young William came out, so I was waiting for it. I was like, oh, maybe that's... So as I'm watching the episode, I'm like, oh, maybe that's why he's so angry and petulant. And then the episode ended, I was like, what the fuck was the point of that article? Did they even say why he got uh, expelled? He fought somebody, right? That was it? He just punched somebody? That's what I was thinking. That's why I was thinking the whole expel storyline was... I was like, oh, maybe that's why they were talking about in the article... 
maybe eventually he comes out and was like, yeah, I was expelled. Maybe they found out I was gay and they're anti-gay. Or some shit. Or, or a kid called me a faggot. Well, they probably won't say that word on the show. But. No, it was all just, he just punched somebody. That was, and that's why I'm like, maybe like gloss right over it. Like maybe that a kid called him a gay slur or something. And he, I don't, I don't fucking know, but I thought they're doing mental gymnastics trying to make it work. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, I was, cause I'm just like trying to make it work based on the article. I'm like, what the fuck was the point of the article? We already knew William was gay like weeks ago when adult William said it. So it's like, oh, you get rid of one character, but a new character is coming out as gay. That's essentially kind of what the article was about. And it feels like a non-factor to be honest. Especially for future William. It's just like, yeah, I'm gay. Anyway. <laughs> like, there's no bearing on the character at all. Like, it doesn't change anything. Well, who cares? I don't care. Who cares about future William? It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> they're so busy running around trying to figure out if Fussy is dead or alive, which, again, I don't care about. So it's like, that storyline is going nowhere fast. And they're doing all the searching for Felicity. It's like, hello, where's Oliver? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, everybody's talking about Felicity. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This is like a Felicity Problems, like season three, but in a different way. I remember it was like the whole Felicity issue. Yeah. But this is like a different, it's like, it's like a weird focus on Felicity. Like the fact that the revelation is it's her daughter in the future. The fact that a lot of the storyline revolves around whether or not she's dead or not in the future. Like the show's called Arrow. <laughs> I want things to be about Arrow. <laughs> and not only that, but I'm just like, considering everything that's going on, I'm like, I don't get why Felicity is so important in this future apocalyptic fucking cable future timeline. Why is she important? Yeah, like what is she like if you set if you find her or you find her tech or whatever the fuck is going on, like They what? make her seem like the Willy Wonka of that world. <laughs> but I'm but I'm just like even if you find her, like what is solved? Like vigilantes are still outlaw like I don't get it. Like what's the end game? Hmm. Don't know. <laughs> that's kind of the problem. I'm gonna give it a low passable. And that's arrow. <laughs> yeah. So what'd you get? I, I give it. Yeah, a low I passable. said I said low passable. Okay. Uh, moving right along in the territory. Speaking of something else that gets a low passable. Spoiler uh, alert. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Already, likely. already just blew that load. Yeah. <laughs> you pulled at me. But let's talk about Flash, Cause, and Excess. There are consequences of time travel. Next Tuesday. It's mom. I have to fix this. Next Tuesday. I'm trying to change the outcome. Next Tuesday. I was supposed to protect you. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. This episode is interesting because I love the premise. When I think when the Flash does time travel, like timey wimey bullshit. I think it's at its best because it makes the show feel unique. I was gonna say you're you're basically where I am with it. Like you love half of it, right? Like there's half half of the concept is great, but the execution is like what? Because I was thinking that the whole time watching it, I was like, I usually love Groundhog's Day concepts and like episode. Like as much as I hate Legends of Tomorrow, I really like that like uh, episode with uh, what's her face, Wind Girl. And she had to keep going. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to keep going back and back and. and, Yeah, because they think of exploding. Or, yeah, Yeah. because they kept exploding. Or, like, that's the whole premise of Happy Death Day. I enjoy that. Groundhog's Day. Like, they did uh, previous episodes of The Flash with Time Trial. It's like, I enjoy. You know what this reminded me of? This this episode reminded me of this season's version of Flash Time from last season. It's just instead of, like, slowing down time. He's resetting time over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I enjoy those episodes. 
But this episode, I was frustrated as fuck. Like, yes. <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, was I frustrated the whole episode? No, I was, no there was I, not one the whole thing episode, but the moment the time travel started, I was I was starting to get frustrated. Really? And it was like, it was like the Jan- again the Janet Jackson. So I didn't get to come. That's how I felt this whole episode. I don't think I raged until the very end, but there were things that happened. No, I didn't. Week. I didn't start raging, but the moment it happened, I was like, "This is weird." Hmm. Why? Okay, wait. I'm curious. All right, let's talk. About, let's talk spoilers. What did, what did you? How, what were what you talking about? Okay, so like, for what, the, what what frustrated you with this the episode? moment that she went back in time, and then she didn't say anything. She just went and tried to fix it. And I was like. Wait, why didn't she say so? like now that she knows she's back in the past and everything that happened and everything that could happen? Oh, I thought that I'm, was because she was, she was trying to maintain the the timeline by by not forcing a change by trying to you know you know what I mean like if because if you just come back back and go like I've time traveled and this is what's gonna happen. But at the same time, it. I'm like considering that she's already done that before. Cause she's in the past because she time traveled. I'm gonna keep it real with you. The time traveling in this episode doesn't really make sense. Like when you really break it down, it conceptually doesn't make any sense. Like is her ability, like, is it does it work the same as when Barry time travels? Because when he time travels into the past, there's like a time remnant. When that, she time travels, that's also what I was thinking too. I was like, where is the other, like if she she went back again? You're thinking everything I'm thinking. When she went back to the past, I was like, where's the other her? Yeah, but her powers might work differently. Which is a bullshit plot excuse, but <laughs> her powers definitely work different because she could also reverse time. But that's what she was doing. It seemed like an extension of that, where like she runs and time reverses. Yeah, because you saw reason. like the balloon reforming. Yeah, when the guy, when the kid was, I don't know. So for whatever reason, it, but in this case, it reversed back to that same moment over and over again. So that wasn't what really frustrated me. So it's interesting that that that's what like what the fuck <laughs> just tell them. <laughs> yeah, I was just like. Just tell the, like, again, because I'm just like, you're considering that she already, like, her moment of being here uh, uh, in the past. the past. Yeah, it's already mm. changing the past. She came clean to them in the moment. Like, she's like, okay, guys, I can't, I'm, I'm your daughter. I'm from the future. I came back from the past. I'm trying to fix something, you, yeah. you, whatever. It's like, so you already done this. So why not just go and tell them already? It's like. I'm just talking up to maybe she didn't know. Because ultimately she did end up telling them. So what was it but, even like? It, but it's not even that she told, she didn't tell them. They told her. You're time. You're you're reversing time, aren't you? She's like, yeah. So it's like she wasn't gonna tell them. It's yeah, just the true. fact that she kept acting so erratic. They're like, okay, this is weird. So she must have. I would chalk that up to her inexperience, and she she thinks that by letting them know, maybe she thinks the time would get more fucked up, for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I've got more issues. Just like, but then after saying she did it fifty two times, it's like, okay, at some point. Like yeah. I get maybe in the beginning you're yeah. not gonna try to tell them, but at some point again it's just like the the Groundhog's Day premise. At a certain point they're just like, look, I've been reliving this day for like forty forty years or whatever. Like <laughs> help me figure out how to fucking do that. Like so, what frustrated me more was like the the initial setup of, which is this is a nitpick, but this is funny. The fact that it's like, all right, Nora, <clears throat> I'm gonna go into this Speed Force bullshit to make the cure or whatever whatever plot doesn't matter for an hour 
Now, don't let anything bad happen in the hour that I'm gone. No worries. It's only an hour, Barry. What? Like, of all the hours to leave, this is the one hour that, like, fucking Cicada decides to attack everyone on Team Arrow. Because <laughs> it's like, she tries to save fucking Nor- uh, Iris. Then he go- he jumps to uh, Elongated Man. Tries to save Elongated Man. Jumps to freaking... Uh, it doesn't matter. Basically, every time she tries to save somebody, somebody else ends up in that chair at the end where Cicada's trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. So it's like... What a convenient hour for Barry to be gone. That this is the exactly the same hour as the kid chooses to try and kill Team Flash. And then not only that, another convenient thing is now all of a sudden she can't go into the Speed Force. She had no problem going to the Speed Force before, any other time. Oh, she tries to like warn Barry or yeah, try to get his try advice. to get his help. Yeah. yeah, but suddenly I can't do it for whatever reason. Cause plot, come on, man, you gotta. <laughs> That's what I said. Convenient. <laughs> But I was willing to ride for that because I, I like again I like the conceit of the plot of the uh, the premise of the episode, which is the Groundhog's Day resetting time over and over and over again. That's always interesting to me too. So I like that aspect of the episode. But then when it gets to uh, how they end up beating Cicada, oh not even that. But during the episode, I was already kind of feeling oh, like, yeah, oh, that creates shitty. way more problems. Bruh, there in a second. <laughs> but what I didn't like in the the actual me the episode. Was the Cisco stuff, the focus on Cisco going on that date over and over and over again, and taking uh, I keep the Ralph's advice, yeah, taking Ralph's advice or uh, whatever, letting Ralph get to him to the point where he thinks, oh well, clearly this girl that decided she wanted to date me, I should look at her past exes and try and be more like her exes. I'm like, no one thinks like that, and for Cisco, I I, I get the. They're doing it for a joke. They're doing it to be humorous. But, like, it's almost character-breaking because Cisco's not that stupid. And to do it over and over and over again in more and more ridiculously over-the-top comical fashions, like, he's wearing yeah, outfits. Yeah, he's wearing outfits. He's got and big hair. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, no one's like this. Sis- yeah, Cisco wouldn't do that. Yeah, especially not Cisco. I'm like, come on, this is ridiculous. And I guess maybe you could make the argument of uh, what he did just get out of a relationship with Gypsy, so he doesn't want a new relationship to falter in that way. But it's like, nah, I don't see... I can see HR doing something like that, but not Cisco. Yeah. So like, I would, every time I would just eye roll when he would walk into that coffee shop with a different outfit on, I'm just like, what the fuck are we doing here? This is this is cartoony right now. <laughs> I did like how he was putting it together with the, the vibing flashes. Mm-hmm. So I like that because it reminded me of season one where and I, they referenced it, Eobard killing him. Yeah, killing him. Yeah. Um, but that ending, I can't take it anymore. Boy, before we get, and this is kind of this kind of connects to it, but I'm just like, and also another thing that frustrated me is this episode, and they keep doing it over and over and over again, but then they keep taking it back. Like, they keep trying to push the fact that Cicada is this big, imposing villain to the fact that he was able to kill everybody in Team Flash. 53 times or whatever. Yeah, but then at the same time, they're able to take him out so easily and he's still able to get away. And it's like, I'll get you next time, Gadget. But that's what I'm about to talk about. The, yeah, the that's why I said ending. it kind of connects. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the, 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 I just can't do this. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Cicada's imposing, but then Iris can beat him with pepper spray. And then how many times... Have we seen this? What? We beat Cicada with whatever crazy plan that we had. Yes, we did. High fives, guys. And now he's on the floor, beaten. And we're all just going to stand around. 
and then he jumps away. We wait for him basically to like to get up, shake off whatever hurt him, and then do the fucking grasshopper leap into the air. And this time they're, they're on a building, so where is he leaping to? I don't even. <laughs> I think they, I think he flies. He flies. I thought he just jumps. Nah, it looks like he flies. How's he flying? That's a great question. <laughs> How's he Thor? Like he throws the hammer? He didn't even throw it. He just like it looks like he flies. To me, that's what it looks like. Okay, Because sure. I don't think he jumps. Because usually when they jump, there's like a whole like different like animation as opposed to It flying. looks stupid anyway. Whatever it, he's doing, it looks dumb. It looks worse than Supergirl's like flight animation. It just looks stupid. But this, I just I can't take Team Flash looking bef- like befuddled into the air every time the fucking cicada gets away. It's so it's like, yo, this is like the fourth or fifth time this season that they've done this. Like the the thing where they throw the, the told, dagger. Told ya. <laughs> yeah, the dagger into space, and then they wait for it to come back down so he can get it and to jump away. And this episode, they fucking have the... He stabs himself with the dagger. And that's the thing. I was like, if the dagger is a power-dampening dagger, how the fuck is he flying if it's in his chest? I mean, if you want to get to that level of like logic, how the fuck was Nora running away every time... Like every time she was there, we've we've sh- been shown that his his, his dagger has an ar- area of effect thing. Like if you're just in the area, you lose your powers. How many times have we seen Flash like talking to somebody, and then Cicada will be like not even in the room, and it's like, oh shit, my powers are gone, and then he walks in. Maybe she was far. Maybe she was away from the area. Huh? She was standing on the same rooftop. <laughs> nah, the rooftop. It was the, the the corner was too far from the area. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> You know, like an extension cord, like you could only go so far. Shoot, that's that's how <laughs> yeah, okay. the AOF effect was. <laughs> I, 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 I let that go. But when you think about it, it's like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's not like he has to turn it on. It just happens. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? But yeah, I just can't. Did, did you not lose your mind when he jumped away again? They watched him jump away? Oh, of away? course. Like, bro. There's a lot of things. Again, there's a lot of things that left me frustrated this episode. That That's another one. What else? You mentioned it. There's the Cisco stuff. Oh, the Cisco stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the the, the uh, I mentioned Cicada. Uh, one moment he's imposing, he's able to kill everybody in Team Flash. The next moment they're able to take him out instantly, and then he gets away. How did he even know who everyone was? Like he didn't know everyone who everyone was before. Was it just because he saw Iris? I'm assuming he put put it put it together with Iris. So it's like, oh, I know you work with Team Flash. But he doesn't know Barry's the Flash still. He just no, he somehow doesn't. knows everyone else's identities. Well, we didn't see him. He he got Cecile. Yeah, he got he Cecile got... because he saw Cecile in the pictures. That's, and that's I, even, that actually raises more questions. So he saw my, a picture of a girl. Because remember, because remember, he went to jo- remember he that he went to Joe West's house at one point to try to get Joe to try to get Cisco because he's like, I know you've been working with Vibe. But, but I'm just saying like. He saw her his her picture. So he assumed. So I'm pretty sure based on that he assumes because he know he has to know who he obviously know who Joe. No, no, West no. But is. I'm saying he saw her picture. But in the same span of time, we're supposed to believe that he was finding like Iris or Ralph kidnapping them and taking them to the rooftop. He saw Cecile's picture, knew where she was, went and found her within like what an hour, and then brought her to that same rooftop. How's that? Within an hour, yeah. That doesn't make There's any no, sense. No traffic. She's not even in the. She's not even in town, is she? I thought she was with Joe or something. I mean, apparently she is in town. She, <laughs> she's at home. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's at home with the baby. Okay, sure. All right, yeah. But the Cisco thing makes sense because Cisco went to him. No, Remember? Cisco makes sense. 
Yeah. I know the Cecile thing, I was just like. And the Dibney thing happened, uh, again, coincidence. It just, it was by happenstance. He wasn't looking for Dibney. He was in Iris's uh, office. Remember, they put it in the same building. Yeah. And then Dibney used his powers, and then that made his dagger go off. Mm. So he's like, ooh, meta human. Yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it's so frustrating because, like, like I said, like half the episode is good. Like, I even liked when Barry came out of the Speed Force and, like, gave her the speech about, uh, you know. The, the speech that, uh. Jay Garrett gave. Jay Garrett gave, yeah. Yeah, about breaking. We're not, yeah, we're not gods. Yeah, we're not gods, Nora. Even though you changed the timeline 53 times in the last hour that I've been gone. <laughs> maybe there'll be consequences because it seems even. That make vague. it seem like the consequences were, um, not Eobard, uh, Sherlock. He's back on. The Nora, Nora tip again. That's a consequence. I mean, he wasn't. He was focused on what's her face. I mean, I'm saying like in the grand scheme of like flashpoint level consequences, it's pretty I mean, tame. Yes, that's a consequence for her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where was it gonna happen before? So what? Your low passableness. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm low passable too. <laughs> God damn it, Flash! <laughs> <laughs> like if it wasn't for the like the, the fact that I like the premise. This would have been less than passable. But that Groundhog's thing, Groundhog's Day thing, I like. Yeah, I do too. How they fuck that up? I just don't like what they did. <laughs> this is like a this is all Nora focused. So you think this would be something that we were really into because we've been saying this. I mean, I'm into, I'm into Nora. But he's fucked up. It's it's just, between the Cicada stuff and the Cisco stuff. Cicada. Cicada, whatever. And if it, if the Cisco stuff wasn't there, it might have been a stronger episode. But to, to have that be a big chunk of the focus, it's like you couldn't think of a way to make this like day, this do-over day, like interesting, other than have Cisco go on different dates. Like, come the fuck on! Especially <laughs> since he's leaving too. Like, since he's probably no, it's confirmed now. He's leaving the show. Oh, it's confirmed. I think I read that it was confirmed. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh. Maybe it's not then. I was gonna say, I don't Who know. knows with the internet nowadays? <laughs> I don't know. I read that it was, but that was on Instagram. Somebody was just lied. <laughs> I put, actually, you know what? On the, the topic of DC, let's jump into Doom Patrol. This is the story of five fearless superheroes. Justice League 2020! Woo! <laughs> More TV superheroes. Just what the world needs. Ugh. Do you have a photo printer in there somewhere? No. Is it your butt? I bet it's his butt. Are we really the best people to hunt a supervillain? Hell no. The red-headed stepchild of the DC shows. <laughs> because, like, come on, man. Doom Patrol? Who the fuck was ever thinking, like, man, let's get a fucking live-action Doom Patrol show. That would be great. I mean, the same people that think, let's do a... Uh... Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when the show lineup for the DC Universe app was announced. What the fuck is going on with Young Justice? I don't know. It's still not back yet. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's so funny because it reminds me a lot of the same issues that Young Justice had when it was on network. And you never really knew what was coming out. It was like, sometimes it was like a Friday night. Sometimes it was like a Saturday like afternoon and shit. That's the reason why a lot of the, the I remember I remember reading... I mean, I guess now I'll just answer my question. I remember they said they were going to split the seasons up, but I didn't know it was going to be this soon. Like one half of air in January, the other half of air in April. 
that's what they're doing? That's what that, I remember. I think I remember reading it. I think I remember talking about that on a pod, but I don't remember. What a place to stop then. That's I what I was like. I don't remember it being like, I thought it was going to be like a finale. Yeah, it didn't feel like a midway point or anything. No, it didn't. It just kind of was over. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, when you show me the lineup of DC Universe app shows like Titans or Doom Patrol, my assumption would have been that Titans was the better show. But based on this pilot, I actually like the Doom Patrol show a lot more than Titans. Yeah. You agree with that? I, I mean, I kind of, we kind of alluded to that in the uh, Doom Patrol episode where I was like, I actually kind of like what I've seen. That's true. But I actually ended up liking that episode that was, again, wow. All the episodes I liked in Titans were basically not focused on the Titans. Like the Hawk and Dove the episode. The Hawk and Dove episode. <coughs> the Doom Patrol episode. Yeah, that was better than me, the Hawk and Dove episode. But yeah, the, the Doom Patrol episode was one of the best. But I don't think the vibe of that that cameo episode yeah was that was show. way more dark no i well I, I think the episode the actual episode itself was way more dark than the cameo on uh titans i feel like that was a little bit more comedic really yeah like you had him making breakfast with the music going and like hey hey let's get some dinner oh yeah i guess so i guess i'm more thinking about the beast boy focus or was that a different episode was the episode they were introduced a different episode than the episode where Beast Boy leaves? No, right? It was the same episode. Wait, what? The episode Beast Boy leaves that same episode the Doom Patrol. He loses. He right? leaves the Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking about the the. I guess maybe I'm mostly focused on the the mentor. Because was he even the same actor? Is it the same guy as the guy that was in Titans? Because he seemed a lot more sinister in the Titans episode. He seemed sinister. I think it's the same guy. Okay. He, cause in this he came off more like just a, like you know, uh, an asshole, but not in like a bad way. Like you could tell his heart was in the right place. And Titans, he almost seemed villainous. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. But here he seemed a lot warmer. Like he seemed more like a Professor X type in this pilot. I wonder where in the timeline this is compared to Titans. It's gotta be before. Because they I don't even like, touch on Beast Boy. I was going to say, it's got to be, I feel like it might be after, because again, we didn't, like, we didn't see this new girl with the multiple personalities. Yeah, but Robot Man seems not as happy as he was, or, or okay with Oh, no, with actually, himself. yeah, no, yeah, it's got it's to be, yeah, it's before, it's yeah, got to yeah. be before Titan. This seems more like a Robot Man origin. Yeah, because he's, like, trying to learn how to walk. Yeah, which was great. That scene was really powerful. There's a lot of twists in this pilot that was, like... You, th- you think it's going one way, and you're like, oh, shit, there's another layer to this. Okay, wow. Made it stronger. Yeah. But... Like, the structure of the episode was strong. Yeah, it was. But I don't, the only thing I will say, though, is like... Well, no, actually, funny, though. I would say, I'm like... It's funny that they're the same company, more or less, and they're the same, like, on the same streaming service. But I'm like... The CGI in Doom Patrol looks Bro. way better than anything that they showed in Titans. Tell me how a giant blob monster looks more realistic than, than Wonder Girl jumping. Jumping on a car. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Robin did a flip off a tree and it was like, that looks so fucking fake. Meanwhile, a blob monster, I'm like, that flesh looks pretty realistic. Or a, a guy with you know, burnt, burnt, burnt flesh coming out of a plane looks way better. That had to be practical, right? It looks like it's it definitely practical, but yeah. still, it's like they look great. Even the the plane falling out the sky—that's yeah. not pra- fucking practical. Yeah, 
And that still looks way better than, yeah, Robin swinging on a tree. I don't or even another. Or speaking of another thing, they had a car crash in this one. Oh. And that car crash looked way better than that shit that happened in the Hawk and Dove episode. That's fucking true. What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm like, did Doom Patrol had to have gotten a better budget. Or better CGI but, team But I'm just something. like, you would think Titans would get the better budget because that's the bigger name. You would think so. <laughs> but I guess technically speaking... Doom Patrol has the bigger name actors. Matt Bomer. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And Brendan Fraser, we haven't seen him in years. No. Like 10 plus years since the last thing I've seen him in. Yeah. So when I first saw him in this, like when they showed Robot, Bond's, Robot Man's flashbacks, I was like, who the fuck is that? Oh my God, that's Brendan Fraser? He's old. He did I mean, not age that well. People get old. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, especially as I guess we haven't seen him in the spotlight at all. Like in anything really since... I don't remember what his last role was, but since for so long, like, I don't know, see all that age at once fucking shocked me. And then I think he went through stuff, like, Did he? Ment- mental issues and yeah, depression and all that stuff. Seems like it. I can kind of see, like, it looks like he gained, like, depression weight. Or maybe, like, I, w- I would have assumed, like, some kind of drug addiction and maybe that helped, like, made him fluffier. Because his, like, face structure is, like, almost totally different. I don't think it was drugs. No, I don't. I don't remember reading. Or even um, antidepressives do kind of the same thing. Make you retain water and shit. So maybe. I don't know. Though I loved him in this, like his flashback stuff. I think Robot Man's stuff was super powerful, like emotionally powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wish. I would. I, I, well, I guess it's only the first episode. I was gonna say I want to see more. I wanted to see more of. Yeah, it's one episode. That's what I was just saying. It's only, it's only the first episode, but I was like, so never mind. <laughs> it's a really strong introduction. In fact, that they 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 tw- gave you so many twists and turns in that like that origin story for him too. Um, and for those that don't want to hear spoilers, I guess skip ahead now. Let's give our ratings first, though. What would you rate this first episode of Doom Patrol? Um, I'm gonna give it a solid I would give it more, than more than passable. passable. Okay, <laughs> jinx. <laughs> what kept it from the perfect vision for you? For me, it's the ending. The ending, and I feel like because this is the first episode and you have to like set up, obviously, the characters, I feel like, to me at least, some of the exposition, like it was so much exposition and not really leading. I was like, okay, I get you got to establish who the characters are, but at the same time, I was like, I'm starting to get a little bit bored because hmm. I'm like, where's the superhero element? At the very, it seemed almost tacked on at the end. Yeah, it seemed very tacked on at the yeah, end. Yeah, like they're, 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 they have like this big like superhero walking down the street moment. And I'm like, where? How do we get here? Like this is doesn't feel earned. Like they're a superhero team now, and then like the the, the random. I like the the narration of the what spoilers ended up being the villain of the season, I guess. Um, but just to have that character just show up at the end, be so fucking bizarre, like do something random and it'd be like, Oh, and now it begins. I'm like, what's beginning? I don't want to, what's happening. Yeah. I was like, what's uh- <laughs> when I open a hole in the, in the ground and it's like, how do you fight that? What is where's not this? with a robot man and a blob yeah. girl like their their powers? And a girl with multiple personalities that can turn into a giant like Diablo from fucking Suicide Squad. But then she didn't even do anything, right? She, she didn't. She just turned into a fire monster and then yeah. that was it. Like oh, you can do that anyway. <laughs> it's like what? That, and then I gotta look it. up Negative Man's powers, but I'm because I'm like, what did 
he do? Like the that creature or whatever flew like out of lightning? him. Lightning. It flew out of him, but then what did it do? It went into a car. And what did it do? <laughs> I don't nothing. I know. I I didn't understand it. Is that what his power is in the comic too? That's why I was like, I gotta look up what his powers are because I'm like, I don't know what he can do. Because that was a, I remember that was a moment where he came against. Us. I thought he like takes people's energy or something. Like he came against Starfire and it was like, you don't want to get me angry, and she said, neither do you. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. It's, but I'm like, yeah. You want to get me angry? I might fall asleep. Yeah, I might, my, fall, I might die. My, my electric energy yeah. will go into a, a power line. My, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> NBD. <laughs> um, and it felt very Fantastic Fourzy. And what I mean by that is, remember the original Fantastic Four movie? Not original, original, but the um, Jessica Alba version. Yeah, Julian Roman, Doctor Doom. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That version. Where. Ultimately, they caused the problem. Like when they first were introduced, remember, like when they saved the day, it makes them like a big name on that bridge. Uh-huh. But really, it was them. Like the cars crashed because the thing was sitting on that bridge. Yeah, and they saved the day from themselves. Essentially, <laughs> it felt a lot like that. Like, oh, big superhero team up moment. But it was like, but it's because the blob girl started yeah, going she fucking started ape growing, shit. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> yeah, we fixed our own problem. <laughs> And I'm I'm curious to like, obviously her power is like, I'm what is her power? I like, don't know. That's I was like I was gonna say obviously her power is like I don't even reforming, but what, I'm like that's not really a like. What? I looked away at moments in her flashback. She just swallowed energy. She swallowed like some green thing. Okay. And then she became a blob. They never explained it more than that. No. Okay. Cause it's weird. <laughs> I was like, what? but it's the same thing about it's the same thing with like Negative Man. He flew. He became the Fantastic Four. Basically, he flew into the Cosmic Rays. That I, I, I kind of get the pass there. I, I get it. Your but I don't. But what is his power? Like, what is that? I don't know. Because they make it seem like it's another. They say he he didn't know another creature or some shit. Like they make it seem like it's another entity living inside him. Yeah. Like he's fucking. Uh, what's his face from Toki? He's Tokoyami. <laughs> basically, that's his dark shadows. Electric shadow. Yeah. But speaking of the twist in the people's backstories this episode, Negative Man and Robot Man basically had like the, the brunt of that. And I really liked the Negative Man revelation. Because like especially his, it starts out so like, you know, nineteen sixties normal where he's got like a family, he's a it almost feels like Green Lantern. He's got a family, he's a pilot, he's a pilot yeah. flies off, crashes, his family's looking on like, oh no, he's dead. It's like, all right, well, it's not really that emotional because you didn't even get to you didn't really get to know the family in that fi- that first flashback. And then when he goes to the bar and everyone's looking at him and the narration kicks in talking about now like how yes people are noticing him and yes he feels like an outsider or a monster but now he just feels like what he was on the inside is on the outside because then it goes back into this flashback and then it shows you that the, what you thought was just like his best friend slash like pilot partner or whatever co-worker was actually his gay lover that he kept like on the down low and then, like, it completely Which, changes. Yeah, it's the 60s, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it completely changes how you view that f- scene initially where the plane crashes and his friend comes running out. It's like, no, no, whatever your name is, no. It's like, oh, my God, that was, like, his lover. And then when he sees him burning and he falls, now, like, other than just being, like. It means something different. Yeah, it means something completely different. Yeah. I was like, okay, Doom Patrol, that was emotionally affecting. That's and, good. Uh, funny enough, it's. People are saying this is they basically pulled a Curtis with his character because he's not. 
They say he's not gay in the comics, but then other people will say, well, they never really touched on his sexuality that much. Oh, they, so that's completely just they, for the show? They, they, they never, because they say they never really touched, the, the only thing they really say in, in the comics was that he's a pilot, and then there's this one girl on the Doom Patrol that he just kind of, you know, flirts with, but they never really lean into whether he, you know, like him and Robot Man or whatever, like flirt over one girl on the, in the, on the team, but oh. it could be like... And eh, you could pass that off as he he's in the closet or something like that. So it's oh. not really. So this is it's like not, completely it's original. Not, I feel like it's not as character. Bre- I feel like based on what they described, it's not as character breaking as something like Mister Terrific, who was clearly not gay in the comics. Then an Arrow, he's gay. Mm. Okay. So I didn't. Even, I thought that was part of his original story. That's interesting. I don't. That doesn't change how I feel about it. Though. I think. I think this is powerful the way they did it. Yeah, I was gonna say Doom Patrol. Like I have no connection to. So Doom. you liked it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have no connection to Doom Patrol. So how'd you feel about that twist though? Gay superheroes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I wasn't shocked because I knew about it before before I watched the episode because oh really article oh Doom Patrol has its first gay superhero or you know first gay superhero introduced in the uh, comic book show or whatever the case may be Clickbaity I was like oh Matt Bomer oh, yeah so they're making him gay like his he is in real life so oh so he's gay in real life yeah oh so maybe that's why they did it maybe that's why they did it yeah, yeah. kind of like but it, it honestly made his story way more interesting like if it was just the generic like oh I've got a family back home and no no I died and they're they're sad now like I would just be like basic but that that little bit of extraness like made it interesting that little bit of rainbow added some color. <laughs> um, and in the same vein, I feel like Robot Man's backstory, you actually see like what his life was like before he's in the accident. And you think you see the accident, which is the, the during the race that he's I was in. It's like, fuck. <laughs> oh, when you find out what really happened? Yeah, when you find out what really yes! happened. Yes! Yeah. Jaw dropped. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> like, oh my God. To find out that like, he survived that that car crash during the race, and then it was a lot of it was a lot of twists in this episode. Like more so with Robot Man and Negative Man, but but there were interesting twists. They were very interesting. Like, twists. They were like it was like they would show you one side of the backstory, and then later in the episode they would go back to it, like revisit it, and then it would change how you felt about ah, <laughs> it would change how you felt about it. Like based on the new information you got, yeah. So like when you just given the information of he was a race car driver, kind of an asshole. I mean, he was cheating on his wife with his maid, but then you find out the wife was kind of a bitch. So it's like he's a dick, but at the same time you kind of get why he clearly still cares about his his daughter at least. Um, so you get like the the tragedy of him remembering his daughter to walk up the stairs, and that was heartfelt. Like yeah, for Brendan Fraser just to have voice acting in it. And it'd be still so powerful. I'm pretty. I think that might be him in the. Oh, oh yeah, sure. But I mean, just you don't see any. Yeah, no, you don't see anything. Yeah, like, you don't. You can't get his facial expressions or anything. But his delivery of the lines of like when he's talking about um, or even like even the delivery of the line where he like punched when he found out his daughter died and he's like punching that still thing. Oh, I can't thing. feel anything. And he's like, yeah, I can't feel anything, no matter how hard I punch. Yeah. Or something like I can't that. Can't feel anything. Shitty move, Doc. Yeah. Like that. Or even like what the he, uh, negative man took him outside and he's like, I thought you needed some air. He's like, I can't feel the air. Yeah, it's like, like fuck, yeah, man. Fuck, yeah. They make you really feel for the fact that he's like a full robot man. Like, and how that sounds so stupid. What I'm saying out loud, he's a robot man. <laughs> but like, what they did with his character is leagues huh, beyond what they ever did with like Cyborg or anything in Justice League. And like, this or is even like Superman. 
I was trying to make it just about the robots. No. But you're no, you're right. <laughs> Superman's kind of a robot himself in the Justice League movie. <laughs> uh, it's just that fucking lip. He's got just as much CGI as Cyborg. Um, but one looks better than another. Yeah. But uh, Cyborg wasn't even in this. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. But the what I was talking about was that when he, when he gives that story to Negative Man and Rita about his his daughter walking upstairs and always wanting help and like he had to always hold her hand and that montage of him walking up the stairs and his he in his memory he's a robot man holding the hand of his little daughter and she's guiding him up the stairs so it's like in his it's like he's helping her and at the same time she's helping him that shit was fucking beautiful yeah. and when he gets to the top of the stairs it's like wow like you didn't fight somebody but like it feels like you just had like a real victory like it felt powerful and then to find out, oh, yeah, by the way. Um, Your daughter's alive. Yeah. <laughs> I lied to you. Oh, no, no, not even that. Yeah, that's, that's uh, another twist. But before that, when he finds out that, like, yeah, man, your mind was trying to protect your, protect you. And you find out that, like, go back into the flashback. And he literally, like, after that race, goes on, like, a bender, is all fucked up, causes. And I, I thought that what he was saying was the last words like how he presented his last words before was like as the car in the in the race hit him, he was thinking, I should do better or I can do better. But really, that was one of the first words he said to his wife over the phone. I, I thought that, too. But then I was like, how did they get how would that have been recorded? Yeah, I didn't get it at first. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, that was his last words before when he was still alive. But then I was like, but how did they how would they have gotten that audio? Know. It was like a brain recording. Yeah. <laughs> But, but no. then they explain. Yeah, he was calling his wife to pr- try and work things out. And I, I was like, oh my God, is he like going to kill them with like a drunk driving accident? It's not clear if he was still fucked up. Like, was he still fucked up? Was that the reason he crashed? Or he, he was distracted for sure. He was. I, I think it was just more so he was distracted. Yeah? Because yeah. it was like it was the same night. Because he didn't seem... It was subtle. Because if it was the same night... It could go either way. Yeah, but if it was the same night, you could see it being also maybe he was still a little drunk or high or whatever he was. But just the fa- that moment where he, the car hits that truck and the entire fucking top of the car gets sliced off. Like, jaw, floor! I'm just like, oh! I was like, that's like some Final Destination shit! Yeah, it was so effective! Like, oh my god, great effects. And I, I, you, you beat me to it. You beat me to it. I was just about to say it. <laughs> yeah, because, wow. If you compare that to the Hawk and Dove episode of Titans, yeah. It's not even a comparison. Like, that shit fucking hurt to watch. I didn't freak out. No! Funny enough, watching this gets me a little bit more excited to see what they do for Swamp Thing. Whereas before, I was like, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, come on, what the fuck? Clearly, they can they can nail the emotions, and Swamp Thing's all about that. But they, I don't know, it's weird. Like they can't do the main characters for whatever. Yeah, why reason. is this better than Titans? Yeah, why? Can we talk about that? <laughs> why, why is this better than Titans? <laughs> why? Why in this one pilot do I care more about fucking robot? Everybody. Man. Yeah. Who? Who? Fuck. Maybe not Crazy Jane. But I can't. Yeah, about, I don't care about. Yeah, but Robot Man and uh, Negative Man, even and Rita to Rita, extent. Yeah. And uh, the not Xavier. The not not Xavier. (laughs) Yeah. I guess Crazy Jane's the only kind of weak one right now for me. Yeah. But, I mean. She's not James McAvoy. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. split. But, yeah, that's nuts to me. I'm walking out of this pilot like, wow, I like Robot Man as a character more than basically every Titan. 
Yeah, every time. <laughs> I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, yeah, more than Robin, more than Beast, more than Raven, more than Starfire. That's not okay. <laughs> not okay. That's not okay. Especially, especially since this is, not this, but uh, Titan is supposed to be your flagship series. Yeah. And I don't think. It's not a- to say Titan was bad. It's not bad. No, it wasn't terrible. It's definitely better than like a lot of the DC TV fare we've been doing on the CW recently. But it was never consistent. And it was, you know, this is just one episode. But like even this episode is stronger than the pilot of Titans was. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's just because. Remember we had a reviewer a while back that was like, he thinks we're harder on things that we don't have expectations for. Oh no, we're hard on things that we do have expectations for. So something like Doom Patrol, because we don't know the characters. He thinks they or they thought that we go easier and stuff like that. But I don't think that's the case here. I think it's just better writing. I agree. And I, I I mean, yeah, I know the character of Robin Beast Boys, but at the same time, I don't really have that many expectations for the live action version of Titans because I didn't know what they were going to do. Because I didn't, I didn't think they were going to stick with, obviously they're doing a darker take based on fuck Batman. Yeah. So it's like. And I like Elseworlds stories. Yeah. So I'm usually all game for like an Ultimate Universe take on something, but it's just. They drilled down on all the wrong things that a Titan show, I think, should focus on. But who knows? They they might be right, because apparently it has mixed reviews. What, Titans? Doom no, Patrol. Doom Patrol. Really? Yeah. Well, I even like the fucking narration for this episode, because it turns out it was the villain. But there, there are moments where he's just like, who the fuck? What do critics know? They're going to hate the show anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the fact that I think this show is a more than passable, and the show straight up insults you in the very beginning. Do you remember that? Wait, what? The very beginning narration is basically, I wrote it down. I was like, I have never in my life been insulted by a show and then ended up liking it at the end. They go, um, ah, fuck, what do they say? I thought you said you wrote it down. Uh, My note is only, the show insulted me. Wow. (laughs) It was a, um, what was it? They say something along the lines of uh, another superhero show, whatever, but this will give you another hour of time to waste so you don't think about your miserable lives. I was like, fuck you, show! <laughs> I don't remember that. It was very, it was in the very beginning, and it was quick. But it was like, wow! You're basically saying I'm a loser? Well, then fuck you, show! <laughs> but by the end of it, I'm like, wow. All right. I am a loser. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It did distract me from my terrible life for an hour. <laughs> Good job, show. Um, And on that note, do you want to talk about some... Speaking, sp- speaking of a robot... Yeah, actually, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Alita Battle Angel. Does it bother you that I'm not completely human? You are the most human person I have ever met. Didn't I tell you to be home before dark? I just lost track of time. Alita, you have to be responsible. Or someone very special. Hey, kid. Not just a teenage girl. Hey, what's your problem? You can't remember. What do you mean? Doc found you in the scrapyard. So you must be from up there. And I'm just an insignificant girl. That's what they want you to think. I'm not your daughter. I don't know what I am. You have the most advanced weapon ever. 
that's just a shell. It's not bad or good. That part's up to you. I do not stand by in the presence of evil. She's threatening the natural order of things. Tonight is not a game. It is a hunt. I need you to destroy a girl called Alita. The Robert Rodriguez take on the classic anime Battle Angel Alita. Have you ever seen their anime? No, I haven't. I knew of it. It's like one of those classic, like, you know, genre building anime, kind of like Bubblegum Crisis and Evangelion, those classic animes. But I'd never actually watched it. Okay, I was just wondering. Have you? Of course not. I was about to say, do you do you have to ask me that question? Oh man, <laughs> this is one of those times I wish Jamie was here. <laughs> She'd have an opinion. I actually would be really I feel curious like she to see, wouldn't like it. Well, I'd be really curious to see how she felt about the the quote unquote whitewashing on this because it's not really whitewashing; it's, it's Latino washing. Yeah, you're putting another minority in that position. But I, I remember she said she still she still didn't. Because I mean, we she she was here when the trailer first dropped. And she still wasn't really that much of a fan. Yeah, but I would. I'd be curious after seeing the movie if her, I, if her perception would have changed. Because I liked it. I'm just. I kind of said that last week on the podcast. Well, I'm terrible at fucking. <laughs> I have a terrible poker face. Did yeah, you though? Yeah. Did I though? <laughs> yeah, I I did enjoy it overall. I that's not to say I didn't have issues with it. I definitely did. Um, there's a lot of pacing and some. I think it's mostly pacing and, and story issues based on the fact that I feel like they tried to cram too much. And again, I didn't watch the show, but it kind of feels like I watched a condensed season of something in this movie. And I think a lot of anime movies kind of have that same problem, but for a live action anime, this is easily one of the best. Like, I don't even, I can't even think of something to compare it to. Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> yeah, this is way better than that. So I think this is easily one of the best live-action anime adaptations. So I, this is like a great like first step to better actually... Better than The Last Airbender? Yes! It's <laughs> <laughs> not even a question. Uh, this is one of the first steps to actually legitimize uh, anime adaptations in mainstream. I better think. than Dragon Ball Evolution? Is that even a question? <laughs> are all these... <laughs> you see what you're comparing it to? These are all trash. <laughs> these are all great anime movies. No. <laughs> these are all poor visions at best. Uh, Ghost in the Shell wasn't fucking terrible, but a lot of the choices they made were. Um, and I think this has a way stronger story and characters Better than, Ghost than Death Shell. Note? <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> fucking Black L throwing a tantrum. What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> But this is also take a great grain of salt for for maybe fans of the show because I didn't watch the show. So maybe if you're like a hardcore fan of this, maybe it's like, oh, they butchered it. But for somebody who's just you know watching it fresh, I had no problems with it. That's how that's how no a, major problems. That's with how it. I was with a friend of mine, a coworker of mine, because he was like, uh, I watched one of my first terrible movies of the year. I was like, what, Battle Angel Alita? I was like, oh, you didn't like it. I'm going to see it the next day or whatever. And wow, terrible. That's I think he, on the the action cinematography alone, you got to say it's like it's not terrible. Yeah, he said he wasn't a fan. Did you like the action? 
He, he didn't mention. He just said he wasn't a fan. I was like, oh, okay. So then when I after I saw it, I was like, why didn't you? Li-? I was like, why didn't you like it? Did, he was like, did you see the original anime? I was like, no. He was like, okay, that makes sense. That because because oh. I'm gonna say the same thing. I enjoyed the movie. He's a purist. Yeah. Okay. So you also enjoyed it. I'm not crazy. I enjoy it, and funny enough, I enjoyed this movie way more than I thought I would. Same. Like I would actually see this movie again. Same. And I think a lot of that has to do with the action, but more so I think I actually ended up really finding myself endeared to not only Alita, um, but the main male character too. What's his name? Wait, which main male character? The father? Both. The father and the boyfriend. I think they were both effective. Especially since like the father, this is very tropey. I guess it's based on an old anime. But it's very easy for you to be like, oh, it's the, the wise father figure. Oh, whatever. I get this. It's Pinocchio and Geppetto. Oh, whatever. But like for they had great chemistry. That actor, what's his name? I don't know. The father's <laughs> actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's great. Like The chemistry that he had with Alita was, I think, even though it wasn't heavily focused on later in the movie... I think the stuff that they established early on really made you feel like he cared for her. And you know, when you're dealing with a CGI robot face girl, like that's that's pretty much that's a good that's like an accomplishment to make you actually feel like this I'm dude ass- cares about I'm her. I'm assuming I'm like either I just got I just got used to it or they really fixed the the remember when we first the when, eyes. Yeah, when we first saw the trailer, we were just like It's know. gotta be both. I don't think it's just that we got used to it. It also seems like they're maybe dialed back a little bit or that it was it was improved somehow. Either the eyes because it didn't bother me as much. No, not at all. Throughout, um, and the boyfriend, I think the boyfriend, the relationship between the 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 boy and Alita, I, I genuinely was kind of heartbroken by the end. I was like, I care. Wait, <laughs> what is this? How did they do this? Oh, what? oh, you didn't care. I, I, <laughs> it's not to say I didn't care. I did, but. Part of me was just like... Uh, I think the writing was tight, too. I, I, I was just like, oh, you got to do the love interest. You got to push this force. Like, Rome, it was like... I feel like it was... It, it felt a little forced. I didn't think it was forced. I felt like it was rushed. Or maybe that's a better word. Yeah. I think it was rushed. Especially toward the end. I think the setup was great. Um, yeah, rush is a better word. Yeah. I think the Not setup forced. was great. It just... By the time we got to the end, it was all happening too fast. So, something happens to him. Then it gets taken back. Then it happens again, and it's like I feel like this was like probably something. Yeah, and then also that I didn't like. So I was like, okay, if you're gonna do that, then what was the point of doing that to do like? I don't think it was a good diversion of expectations because I did not see, I did not expect what happened to him in the first place to actually happen. No, and then I didn't, I definitely didn't expect. But that would have been what happened after. Yeah, but that was just go. Oh, okay, he's great, and it's like, oh, he's not great. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So I'm like, if if they would have just stuck with. I feel like they should have stuck with one. But it was alluded to. That that ending? That's why I think even the writing was pretty tight because there was a lot of foreshadowing that they set up early on with his character and even things that he said that came back later. Like that entire ending sequence was something he actually foreshadowed to when he they had that scene on the rooftop where he takes her to his secret spot and they look up and they have that conversation about like, I want to go up there to the city in the sky. You know what I'm talking about? I'm like looking at you with a blank you look. You know what I'm talking about? I'm like, I'm trying to remember. I know that scene, but I'm like, what did yeah. he? What did he say that was foreshadowed? All right, let's do some of the sports. What, what would you give this as a rating, though? 
because this is <laughs> yeah oh ill <laughs> that's my rating blowing my nose okay so what would you give us a rating for uh elite battle angel i would give it a high more than passable hmm high more than passable. like i said i enjoyed it way more than i thought i would I'm between a more than passable and yeah, maybe a high more than passable. I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you. I'm gonna say a high more than passable just because the ending made me go. If this was any other movie, I'd be like, I could very easily see myself going. I don't give a fuck about a sequel to this because it was a clear sequel bait. At the oh end. yeah, of course. Super. It was like almost like to be continued almost, and I was just like, I'm intrigued. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Actually, not only would I want to see a sequel to this, but I enjoyed this way more than I thought. Yeah, I would. like this was a good version of "I'll Get You Next Time," gadget. <laughs> oh God, you mean with fucking um, uh, puzzle room? No, escape room. Escape room. Yeah. yeah. And the revelation that okay, we're getting spoilers now. So spoilers. If you don't want to hear spoilers for Battle Angel, uh, for Elite Battle Angels, skip forward in the iTunes descriptions. Um. Edward Norton? Yeah. <laughs> at first, I was like... Did you know that was him at, until the very end? At first, I pulled a U. I looked at his face. I was like, why does he look so familiar? Yes! <laughs> Wait, Edward Norton? Yeah. <laughs> I was, but he's wearing like little... Like, this is something that makes me go like... The Hulk? Would the Clark Kent Superman disguise work? Because he was only wearing glasses. Yeah, he was only wearing glasses. But somehow when he took his glasses off, I was like... But Wait, to be, Edward Norton. But, to be, but to be fair though, they weren't like regular glasses. They completely covered like you couldn't see his eyes. Yeah. It was like mad scientist glasses. Yeah. But yeah, the revelation that the guy that's like basically behind everything in this floating ass city is Edward Norton. So clearly Edward Norton is the villain going into the future of the series. He's if they Nova. Continue, yeah, if they could see the make Nova it. Core. But yeah, all this stuff with like the, the backstory of Alita and her being like 300 years old and she fought this other war and she's got this alien tech body. Although I find, it, just, I find it funny that the technology that she possesses is way more advanced. That's always than anime. something that's three. It's three. She's 300 years in the past, but yet 300 years later, they couldn't come up with better technology. I mean, that's an anime trope that there ever was one. But then also it makes sense story wise if this they're living in a post-apocalyptic world. This technology hasn't gotten back to the point where it was like at the apex of their society. The point where they were like having interplanetary battles with Mars and shit like that. Like what? But it's like all of that could be its own movie, but it's almost just like a forced backstory for Alita. And then you get into like a rollerball derby like oh that shit was great thing. No, it was great. That's like reminds me of like the Korra. Uh, what the fuck is the fuck the shit? Oh, bending, the bending ball. The bending. Yeah, not bending ball. What was it called? Fuck. Bending ball. <laughs> it's not bending ball. <laughs> it reminded me of Blitzball in Final Fantasy X. Did you play that game? Yes. Yeah, right? Is like Blitzball? Yeah. What the fuck is the name of that shit? <sighs> I don't know. Now it's going it's to bother me. Yeah, <laughs> now it's bothering me. Pro- sure it wasn't called Pro Bending? No. That would that would have hit me. Oh. No, pro bending is a popular sport originating in Republic City that involves two teams of three benders. One, yeah, it's called pro bending. Doesn't that's seem familiar though. Yeah, I was gonna say that doesn't seem familiar. That's why I'm like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the actual name. I think it's just called professional. I don't. What the fuck is this shit called? It's gotta be pro bending. This is the Avatar Wiki. Whatever, pro bending tournament. Then what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it was called pro bending tournament. Pro bending. F- yeah, I feel like pro that bending is, games. I feel like that doesn't sound. It doesn't. It doesn't sound right, right? Yeah, it doesn't sound right. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. 
But yeah, but it just that to me is what felt like almost two different movies jammed together. Or not two different movies, maybe just one season of a show jammed together. Because it just seemed like the focus was spread. Like, okay, yeah, she's a super alien. Or not a super. Yeah, she's a super alien from Mars that there's some great war in the past. But that, we don't have time to go into that and her, her possible rivalry with this mastermind that controls the high-tech city in this universe. But then we go into this pro-bending sports game, like roller derby thing. It's like it has its own little focus for a while. And then it ends on that. So it makes you feel like that was a point of the whole thing. But it was like, there's a lot of things going on in this movie. That's it. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were about to say no, more. No, no, it's just like, there's a lot of things happening in this movie at once. So, it, so I can see the complaint. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things happening, but it didn't bother me, though. Like, I felt like... No, it didn't bother me either. But it definitely well, did feel like pacing. Like, there was pacing issues because of that. Not necessarily, like to me, I didn't necessarily have a problem with the pacing of the movie. Like, I just feel like it wasn't I, focused. Maybe that's two different things. Maybe so. Maybe it's not pacing. Maybe it's just like there wasn't enough time for all the different plot elements. Because you would start over here with her backstory stuff, then you jump into the derby stuff, then you jump into the assassination stuff, then you go back to the derby stuff, and then it ends. But I feel like what like what was the main focus of the story? Was it the fact that she was, like, a battle angel in the past? Was it the fact that she was, like, a roller derby person in the present? Was it the fact that she had a relationship with the boy? Well, well the roller derby was 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 a was a plot device that they used to execute something further. Because that seems to be the only way to, to get, get to, to Nova. City. Yeah. And so she used her battle skills to be a pro, pro bender. <laughs> pro bender. Maybe it was pro bending. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. A pro skater or whatever, but and and I feel like the roller stuff didn't really happen until the end. So you didn't like the stuff with the boyfriend? No, because it just felt. I don't know. It just it, it felt not un yeah. It felt just felt unnecessary to me. It's like really not the fact that I they had was so not cute. the fact that they had to meet or anything like that. Like yeah, that was cute. But then all of the she wanted his dick so bad. I've never seen a robot look a boy To the up point and down. that she was like, I'll give you my heart. Like, literally. <laughs> like, Jesus. But not even that. I mean, when they first met, the way she was looking at him, I'm like, oh. You could tell she wanted his dick from, like, minute one. I'm like, God damn, girl, you thirsty as fuck? <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was like, all of that felt, I guess, yeah, like you mentioned, rush is a better word. Like, it felt way too rushed mm. for her to be, and I guess maybe it's because she said, for her, she, I mean, there was a line. She said, to me, it's, for me, it's all or nothing. Mm. So I'm just like, but I'm just like, oh, it's too much. It's too much. I don't know. I really like the scenes they had together. Again, I feel like it goes back to chemistry. No, it's, it's not to say I didn't feel their chemistry. They had good chemistry. Okay. It's just like for them to be this epic romance and like already. And it's like, all right, you're not. Yeah, if this happened in the second movie, it probably would have been a lot stronger. You know what I mean? If they used this movie. Like it seemed movie. like there was no real buildup. It was just like, all right, we're madly in love with each other. But it was like the moment where he was deciding to be a good guy because you find out that he was actually one of those like uh, dudes that break apart cyborgs and sell their parts or whatever. Uh-huh. The moment you find out that he's trying to change his ways and you think she's going to save him from that... Uh, wasn't that Francis? Is that Francis? The pretty boy... Yeah, the pretty boy uh, cyborg with the katana blade. 
Oh yeah, Frank. Yeah. That was Francis. Yeah, well, you think he's, you think she's gonna save him from Francis? Because up to this point, she's just, she's like the Goku of Cyborg. She just destroys everybody <laughs> in the most fantastic fucking action choreography. All the fight scenes in this were amazing. Yeah, and, and that's the thing I love that like you could see everything. Yes, it wasn't like uh, Fantastic Beasts. No, <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Or or Venom? <laughs> yeah, who who hit who just now? I can't tell. <laughs> Um, that entire sequence of her like going through the city on her rollerblades, fighting those androids or cyborgs at the same time, uh-huh. that's fucking epic. Yeah, and or even when she fought uh fucking the big robot towards the, t- the second time, uh, and when shit, her body breaks, when her body breaks, yeah, and she was still able to fucking. That was awesome too, because that moment where she's jumping through like his wires and shit, I was like, "Oh, this is epic!" Yeah. And then you, it cuts out or it pulls back, and you see her body ripped apart, and she's like falling. I was like, "No, Lena!" I was like, "Oh my god, I care." How does she this happen? To catch herself on one hand, I was like, "It's fucking badass!" Yeah. And it was really cute how the dog guy, because the the big guy hurts, kills a fucking dog. That was a, that was a John Wick moment. At first, as soon off, as you kill a dog, for, it, that it, definitely divert my expectation. Because at first, I was like, "Oh, this dog is about to prove to be." a badass because he's walking up to him and he's gonna like morph into some fucking robot shit and it was just like nope I'm slicing I was like oh shit I wasn't expecting that but doesn't that immediately like trigger something in your mind be like fuck you man (laughs) so yeah it's a very rally kill a human who cares you kill a dog fuck you (laughs) (laughs) it makes your villains more villainous but yeah that was that whole sequence was great but yeah her going to save the boy character and you find out that she, she can't like Basically, what Francis does to set him up and like make him uh, in that world a criminal, she can't undo, and she can't fight it. So, the workaround of killing him and making him a cyborg, I thought was really unexpected. I was like, "Oh shit!" And the fact that he lived, I thought he was he was gonna die tragically, or I guess that was basically I thought he was gonna die. But the fact that they found a workaround to keep him alive as a cyborg, and then for him to after at the end of the movie try and get to the city himself by climbing the wires to that floating city and then end up dying that way in the similar way that her comrades were ever died in the past flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was effective. When she's holding on to him, trying to let him drop, and then his arm's his breaking. Arm break, yeah. yeah, I felt that. I was like, no! Whatever your name was, I forgot! <laughs> Although part I of me is like, I didn't see a body. He's not dead. <laughs> Maybe. It's possible. <laughs> For a sequel, he'll come back as evil or something. Oh, but um, no, but that was that was foreshadowed when they're sitting on the rooftop and they're talking about him wanting to go to that city or whatever. One of the first things he says is, "Um, uh, if I had a body like yours, I would climb the wire to get to the city. I wouldn't even like wait, or I wouldn't even try and do it the way I'm trying now with money or whatever." Oh yeah, okay. I was like, one, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's it's very small things, but almost everything that happens is alluded to in some way and through the dialogue. So to me, I, I was strong writing. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, we got here. It's not weird that we got here because he said that if he had that kind of body, this is what he would do. And you wake up and you're freaked the fuck out as a cyborg. What's the first thing you're gonna do? Well, fuck it. I lost everything. I'm gonna get to that city. Yeah. I, I think it was weird that he didn't even like talk to her first. But <laughs> but the moment where he he she does talk him down is just tragically. Nova presses that button. Yeah, he pressed that button. And he couldn't jump high enough. No. I was like, man, if only you had a, a better body. Yeah, a better body. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bootleg, broken yeah, ass body. fucking junkyard body. Yeah. But the stuff with the father, too, that was effective. With the fact that she, he gave her his daughter's original body. 
Yeah, that was that was that was that was deep. Yeah. And then seeing the the mother character, I wanted more from her. There was a lot of side, like the side, like there was a lot of, and that's uh, now that I'm thinking about it, that's another thing that keeps kept it from being a perfect vision. Like I they feel like the side character, it, yeah, like even Mahershala Ali, no, especially Mahershala Ali, he was complete. Like that could have been any fucking body, like any generic. And he's a great actor. He's a fucking fantastic actor. He's an Oscar winning actor. No, never mind. That doesn't mean anything. Brie Larson <laughs> is an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> but to have like. Mahershala Ali just basically be a puppet. Mouth fucking prowler. He's a puppet. Yeah. He's a, he's a mouthpiece for Edward Norton. <laughs> not only, but then not only that is like they he his like there was nothing to his character. He was no. a nothing character. Nope, just bad guy. Yeah, and then same with the uh, mother. Like she didn't really do anything. And then did she die? It I, was so unceremonious. I think so. I but think that she was, died. Like yeah, they, that was her organs basically. Yeah. Because it's that weird scene where she's like, she changed her ways because Alita makes her remember her daughter and shit. And she's gonna, she storms out of his office and he's kind of looking at her. And then the very last scene or the very next scene, you see her like in his cabinet. Like he, he makes it seem like he killed her and put her brains and organs in that thing. Yeah. Whatever that thing was, that, that tube. Yeah. I'm like, that was random <laughs> like it just felt random it was just like what so him her and then also the the fucking nurse oh, damn she was so not a character she was so not a character i, I forgot was like, she existed the fuck was it? why was she even there yeah why was she there <laughs> <laughs> we need to have somebody we need to have somebody else black in this movie let's play just somebody that the father could talk to yeah a little bit it was like before alita became smarter you could have made that a fucking like a calyx robot yeah i was about to say it could be a robot yeah. it wouldn't matter <laughs> yeah wow i totally forgot about her <laughs> but overall it was really fun to watch even the uh the friend that they ended up killing he got sliced in half from uh oh yeah from transformers and love simon yeah francis killed him yeah that again was they could have they could have again I, I mean i was like oh shit but i'm like i if we'd have seen more of him, I probably would have felt his death more. Yeah. So it just felt like it was rushed. It felt like a lot of things, like all the pieces were there, but it almost felt like this could have been two movies instead of one. Yeah, I feel like maybe they could have tacked on another half an hour. So make it two and a half instead of a solid straight two hours. Maybe. Let me ask you this, though. Did you like this more than Aquaman? I think I did. I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're in agreement then, because I think I did. I was sitting there at the end of the movie, I was like, Holy fuck, did I like this more than Aquaman? I think I did. Yeah. Like, in hindsight, I think I gave that movie, like, a low more than passable. That movie's, like, a high passable at best. I think this was a solid more than passable. Slash high passable. High more than passable, for sure. Although, I will say, like, uh, some of the camera movements of Aquaman, like, the way, with the action scenes, I feel like were a little bit more dynamic than... I want to say that I think the action was better than this. Well, no, I think overall the action was better than this, but I like some of the things that they did with the camera and Aquaman better than... I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, They all kind of take a page out of the Kingsman 1 book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow Kingsman 2 did it worse, but... <laughs> uh, anything else we're talking about before and we Kingsman move on? Kingsman 3 is coming without Taron Edgerton. Why? Just why bother? Yeah, why bother? Anything else we're talking about before we move on? Um, 
how do they have sex? <laughs> oh, that was the. There's a moment where she's like, she wanted that dick. I'm like, well, she couldn't do anything with it. But I was like, <laughs> you ever seen that that meme was like clank 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 clank? That's what I was gonna be. He's got a fucking robot body. It's clank 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 clank. Because I'm like. Doesn't look like she has a. Whole there's no vagina. No, there's not. But that other suit that she had, it could morph. So nanotechnology, right, nanotech right. vagina. Well, he's a cyborg now, so he doesn't have. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess now he doesn't have it either. Now it really is clank 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 clank. <laughs> um. But yeah. All right. So let's talk about before we get into news of the week. All Might Rising. What's up? あと、よろしくな。それ以降。そいつの夢叶えてあげてくれ。おっしゃ。おっしゃ。オールマイト。あと、頼んだ。おっしゃ。素晴らしい喜劇をありがとう。That gave me a rising boner in my pants because it was so epic. So only two minutes. It's an OVA attached to the Blu-ray of two heroes. I, I caught all the fucking feels. I cried. <laughs> of course you did. I know I, you did. I, I, but, I, but I felt it. Uh, per vision? Perfect fucking vision. Like, Watu, Watu vision. It's so funny because in the absence of My Hero Academia, you know, we've been watching like Dragon Ball Super and like the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie and like it's been getting you know, better. I still haven't seen that. You haven't you seen the, what, what? You haven't seen the Broly movie I yet? still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my God. How have you not seen that? It shows on YouTube. I know. <laughs> wow. No excuses, man. But yeah, Dragon Ball Super has been improving. But it is like, My Hero Academia turned around and was like, did you motherfuckers forget that we reinvented anime and just slapped its all my dick on the table? And not even just not even just Dragon Ball Super. We've been watching a lot a lot of good anime lately. Go- Goblin Slayer, Promise Neverland. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. My hero was like, motherfuckers, don't you ever yeah, don't forget. <laughs> I'm coming back. <laughs> October is pretty far away, but do you remember what you're missing out on? And just slap that all my dick down. And just two minutes. In two minutes, I would probably say I enjoyed that two minutes more than basically all the anime I've been watching up until this point. Yeah. <laughs> Since my Hercademia ended. Pretty much. Like, what the fuck? It's, I'm like, ah, why is this show come back? They've mastered how to manipulate emotions. Mastered it. Like never I've never seen an anime be able to so definitely and so succinctly be able to make you feel shit. Because like I said, this this if this is a two minute like summary of a full episode, they were able to condense down to exactly the things you needed to see to make you go, <laughs> my heart. <laughs> and, and it reminds me of a, a show which I know you don't watch, but for those of you out there in Blurred Vision Land that do watch it, that two minute clip reminded me of the show which is part one of my favorite shows on television. This is Us, with Sterling K. Brown. And uh, the guy that played Green Arrow from Smallville. Okay. And the original Smallville. Okay. And like that show is another show that knows how to perfectly manipulate your emotions. Like every single fucking episode, you're catching the feels. 
because so much shit happens with the family dynamic and all. This. It's just like hmm. that show is like I'm like I don't, I don't want to watch it. I'm like I can't watch another episode because I'm like I don't want to get emotional. It's like literally every single episode what makes is that you on Netflix. It's on NBC. It's like the number one. Is it an app? No, the TV show. Like, oh, so I, mean, I, have to, I have to actually like watch this on a uh, network. I mean, I you don't have to. You can watch it on Hulu. Oh, okay, so Hulu. All right. Yeah. I was just wondering. But like where literally, and literally, like literally every single episode, you're like, oh. I'm catching the feels. I'm fucking knows what the fuck about this is us. <laughs> We're talking about all my rights. You right don't now. know about this is us, but somebody in Blur Vision Land, if you don't know what this is us is, you're trash. But wow, <laughs> but I'm, some, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, now. I'm sure somebody knows. Watch. Watch like the first. I mean, well, you said you don't really like dramas. It's not so. I mean, I'm not 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 like dramas. I just don't seek them out. Like I'm not like. Well, watch this is us. How many is it? One season. It's on the third season now. Oh god damn it! Hour long episodes. Hour long episodes. God damn it! <laughs> How many episodes per season? Like eighteen. God damn man! That's, that's not as bad as like 23, 24. Granted, it's only like... It's an hour an episode. You're right, but still. That's 18 <laughs> hours a season. Jesus. All right. <laughs> you watched... I don't care. I don't want to hear that shit. You watched like 40,000 episodes of Black Clover. <laughs> no. That's only 50-something episodes. Like 60 exactly. divided by 30. And you said that was trash. This is actually good. All right. All right. All right. I, I got no defense for that. <laughs> but yeah, so for All Might's Rise... This Is Us you know, would definitely make you cry, though, depending on... The things you like, but nah, you're, you're it's gonna make it'll definitely make you cry. Like every fucking every fucking episode. All right, well, I'm I'm curious. You have my attention, but for all my rising, like the being able to flashback to the last moments of Nana Shimura, and we don't even know how we got there, but it's the final battle between All for One, Nana. All Might and Gran Torino's there. Gran Torino. And his, his sexy... I'm st- yeah, I'm still like, <laughs> how did he go from... Because I'm like, yeah, people age, but people don't get shorter. But that's like the Japanese thing. Like that, I think that's cultural. I think like people, when they get older, they get... I mean, it is true to an extent. You do shrink a little bit when you get older. Yeah, you shrink, but you don't shrink. No, not you don't become Yoda. <laughs> like you go from fucking Obi Wan to Yoda status. Like, but yeah, I think it's I think it's just so fun seeing Gran Torino young. And he looks like badass. But the re- like the, the the parallels between Nana basically giving All Might her like last dying breath of like you I believe in you you can do this which totally parallels him yeah. telling Deku like you're next I was like oh you can side by side those moments and it's like almost the same <laughs> then you jump after and I that said like please leave the country like he can't find you. And yeah, always, I, always have a smile on your. Is that face. A revelation? Like I before this, did we know the reason why he went no, across that, seas? That's, that's definitely a revelation. That hit me in the fucking heart when Grand Trino tells him like you gotta go overseas. Yeah, the train. Yeah, and don't let him find you. I was like, oh, 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 protect your power for Nada. <laughs> and when he's in the mirror and he like puts up the All Might classic hairstyle, and then you, you see the flashback of Nada doing the smile and him trying to practice smiling. Yeah, and he does the smile like her. Like, oh, my emotions. <laughs> I'm telling you, I need a whole series of pre-all-for-one injury All Might. You could literally have a series about it. Like, it, it makes you realize that All Might is basically anything, the main Yeah, if anything too. needs to spin, like, fuck. Granted, I heard it's been pretty good, but fuck Vigilantes. Give me All Might. All Might rising the yeah. season. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Just him flying on the fucking airplane and then saying, like, All Might will return. I was like, oh, it's like Thanos! <laughs> this is just as epic as the MCU right now. Oh, my God. I fucking love... Oh, my hair can give me so much. <laughs> and 
Make it canon that him and David are love interest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Doctor, whatever his name is. <laughs> I love Nana like a mother. And like, it's so on the nose. Like I mean, really, if you think of it, like technically speaking, they could do kind of like what they did for uh Buffy with like Tales of the Slayer. Where they did like they went through all the different slayers and they had little mini. They didn't do like obviously full series, but they had like a whole comic uh, dedicated to like each slayer mm. to give their backstory. They could kind of do that with everybody that has that got all for one. I mean, one for all. Like, cause it was like nine holders. I don't really I care know. about anyone but Nana and All Might though. <laughs> but that's only because. You so you get- want a one episode, an Avatar one episode? Kinda, yeah. Like, I would like, like to see like where the original like his brother yeah the first the brother the original all for, one for all holder and then what made the what made the person that the the next the the next in line to get one for all what made them worthy in in that person's eyes you know it's like going to be another all might Deku like parallel like you probably it's probably the same thing every time like a mentor mentee well, it's, it's definitely going to be a mentor mentee thing but like I feel like it'll be different with each incarnation. Mm. And did you notice I didn't notice this until uh this OVA but every time they and show What does OVA stand for? Uh, original video something. Anime? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't even fucking know. Um when they show the one for all like energy lines connecting, like linking together before the one for all older uses like a really strong move. Like before United States of Smash, where Nana hands in the energy and shows you all the different streaks of energy representing all the different one for all holders. Uh-huh. The colors are like the color represents them. So Shimur Nana was purple, All Might was yellow, and now Deku's green. And I didn't notice that be- I didn't I didn't Well you if you watch because I watch this OVA and then go back and watch the United States of Smash episode because I burst into tears now every time. I already felt that way before this, but now seeing the OVA and the, the moments with Nana Shimura, when she hands All Might fucking one for all and says, do your best, Hoshinori, I burst into tears. <laughs> 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 it's so fucking powerful. I'm tearing up right now thinking about it. Ah, emotions. <laughs> but then if you, clearly I've been on a, my Academia binge. Because if you go back and watch the muscular episode where Deku fights muscular, it shows the linking, linking energy again. And before it returns, it goes purple, yellow, and then the last energy is green. So, you, like, that was literally the first time. Actually, I don't even know that's true. Maybe it happened. It might have happened when he fought, um, what's his face? In season two. Mind control guy. Didn't it happen the first... Didn't, wasn't the first time it happened? The first time he used his power when he but I don't know if they the showed robot. The, I don't know if they showed the green energy linking. Did they? I don't remember. I don't remember. But I remember. I think when the first time they he, shown it. The first time he acts as one for all. Then they like show the lights. They didn't show the lights. But I'm like, did they show the green light? If they did, they did. But, but that green light, green light. <laughs> don't remind me of better songs than Black Lightning. That's why I'm not watching it now. <laughs> I actually want to look that up. Cause I'm actually curious. I thought maybe it'd be really fitting if they didn't have that green light until the muscular episode, because that was almost like Deku's Spider-Man homecoming moment, lifting the, uh, the debris off of himself. Like him, that was like him finally becoming like the true inheritor of all for one or uh, the true inheritor of one for all. Uh-huh. He became someone's hero in that moment. 
So if it was, if it happened then only, it'd be a lot more fitting. But yeah, maybe it did happen every single time. <laughs> but yeah, for those that don't know, maybe. the green energy represents Deku. I'm like, my boy is becoming a fucking hero. <laughs> but I'm like, what would happen? This is me just being stupid, but I'm like, so if he dyed his hair, would that change his energy? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) should take his way from me. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's it for uh, reviews for the week. Let's get into news of the week. She's the black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? <laughs> Michael News. <laughs> Alright, it's not much news this week, so that's fine. It's yeah, late. This will go tired. by. This will go by quick. Uh, let's talk trailers. Trailers. The snow roll line on a mountain line, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom, kingdom of isolation. isolation, and it, it looks like I'm the queen. queen. So. <laughs> Yeah, guy. In case you guys don't know what that is, the wind is howling. It's <laughs> <laughs> <a> catchy song. <laughs> well, yeah. This song's gonna get stuck in his But yeah, so so Frozen, uh, uh, the Frozen trailer dropped. I thought that was what you were going to put at the end of, because uh, I didn't finish last week's episode. I thought that was what you put put at the end. What? Because you said you did a whole thing dedicated to Jesse at the end. I thought you were going to put, so you play Empire music at the end. Yeah, I knew him from Empire songs. Well, I thought you were going to play Lego movie stuff at the end, because we were sick of it so much. That wasn't that episode. That was a different episode. Was it? Yeah, that was like two episodes ago. Oh, fucking no. You don't know <laughs> shit about us. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, last week's... Ending song was catchy song because we sung it like twenty times during the episode. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, a teaser trailer dropped for Frozen Two, and supposedly there's a rumor going around that the reason because the Frozen Two trailer wasn't supposed to come out this soon because the movie's not coming out till November was because of Aladdin. Because of Aladdin, <laughs> the backlash of the genie. So they was like, put something else out. That's, again, that's the Make them forget. Yeah, make them forget. Because when does this come out? Does it come out until like... That's what I'm saying. This doesn't come out until November. That's crazy far away. Yeah. Wow. So... Yeah, this is definitely like a last minute thing then. <laughs> but, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if that turned out to be true. Anyway, uh, Frozen teaser trailer. What'd you think? Um, I love this trailer. Like it's I epic. did too. It's fucking epic. Yeah. Uh, the theory is that maybe uh, they're making it darker. Because, oh, it seemed darker. Yeah, but they're they're maturing with the audience, which I think we talked about this last week. That's always the best way to go. All right, calm down, bro. <laughs> um, 
just that opening like scene of her trying to run either she's escaping from somewhere or she's trying to get somewhere but her basically fighting the ocean yeah i'm like yo like, it looked like to me she was like practicing did it it looked like she was trying to get somewhere for like some type of journey that she's gonna take they're gonna take or some shit see how i read it was she was trying to escape or, or trying to get somewhere maybe she's like in prison on an island or something and she's trying to get from that island back to the home country or something and she doesn't have a boat, so she's using her ice powers like Iceman across. Um, but that scene was epic. Like the music, just the animation, like it leagues beyond that first Frozen for sure. It almost, this seems like a superhero movie compared to what the first, movie, first Frozen looked like. Yeah. I'm, X-Men. I'm, <laughs> I'm curious to see. I, like this trailer definitely got me hyped because I was like, oh, where are they going with this? Like this seems like. Like they're taking a much darker route with Frozen, mm. and then I'm, it made me wonder, like what the like I wonder what the story actually is. Like who are they fighting, or what are they fighting? Have what you seen the theories? I've seen theories that this is gonna be, the, to me. And oh, oh, I forgot to say this, but that that opening scene with the ocean, I'm like, I really want there to be a Disney Princess Avengers because like, what if she's fighting Moana? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be so epic. She's fighting her, yeah, she's fighting her grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so awesome. But um, the th- have you seen the theories about maybe it's a thing where now she's meeting other elementals? Because there's moments in the trailer where you see people like being controlled by wind. Like someone's gets like thrown into the air with like a wind gust. Uh, there's a moment where it looks like she's fighting something with pink fire or something. Like there's a scene where there's like fire all around her and she's using the ice to like keep it back. Not seen, you haven't seen any of that? No. Okay. Uh-huh. And maybe even, maybe she's fight. maybe she's fighting somebody on the other side of that fucking tidal wave. Like, maybe. But I mean, it would make sense for them to introduce other people with her powers, because why is she, why is she the only one? Like, they have, they have to go back and they, they explain that more. Like, why is she the one with the powers? Do mm-hmm. her parents have powers? Why does Anna not have powers? Yeah. Are there other people like her out there in the world? I think that's a, a great direction to take the sequel in. Because you're kind of going into her her origin story and what makes her is it's kind of like Stranger what Things. Makes her able to let it go, let it go. Yeah, hopefully they have a song just as good as that. I mean, it might not be as good. Well, that was like the only song I really liked from the first Frozen. No, that's not true. I also like that first song. I uh, like "Love Is an Open that's Door." It. That's the one. <laughs> Love is an open door. <laughs> yeah, I like that song. <laughs> And you, and you, and you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this. This is fucking great. And I remember, remember when we hated that Frozen uh, uh, short at the beginning of uh, what was that movie called? Uh, Coco. Coco. I remember being so yeah. pissed. You were pissed. I was so mad you about were, that. You were way more mad than me and Jamie were, but I was so annoyed by. I have fucking... to say, I was, I was annoyed. I was like, oh, come on. But at the same time, you were like raging. <laughs> I was raging with that because it's so pandering. It was such a fucking like. Why are you putting Olaf in front of like a uh, Coco? Come on, man. I'm not here for fucking Olaf. <laughs> it was long. Wasn't it like 15 minutes. Oh, it was hella fucking long. Oh my god. But to go from that. To being super excited for Frozen 2. Wow. Yeah, I was not... I really enjoyed Frozen, but I was like, I'm not looking forward to a fucking Frozen 2. I think now, we're rolling our eyes at it. Yeah, I'm like, now I'm like, oh, fuck. Put that on my most anticipated of 2019. Yeah, that Take, wasn't that yeah. was on neither of ours. No, no. Because I, I completely expected, like, eh, Frozen 2, I roll. It's going to be like a fucking throwaway Disney sequel. 
But this looks badass. Yeah, fuck glass. Like, take take that off and put. It oh my god, <laughs> this looks like a way better superhero movie than fucking glass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Who would have thought Frozen Two would be better than Glass? Well, Ooh. we haven't seen it yet, but still, <laughs> it looks better for sure. As long as Elsa doesn't get drowned in the puddle, I think we're good. <laughs> I mean, she might be. You saw the the the, uh, the wave overtook her. At Can one you imagine? Point. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Uh, Everything's not awesome. <laughs> sometimes you get drowned by a tidal wave. <laughs> but speaking of something, everything else not being awesome, uh, let's talk horror movies with Ma. It ain't much, but it's all you. Cool basement. You're free to do whatever you want down here, but nobody go upstairs. This is so sick. Welcome to Ma's. What? Love Ma. <gasps> it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> How did she get our numbers? You know where the party is. Mm. Those earrings are beautiful, Maggie. You got a sweet mama, huh? Who are you with? Just some kids from school. You have a boyfriend. <laughs> Men are dogs. There's something off about Ma. Seriously? She's harmless. And her basement's pretty much the best drinking spot in town. We can't go up there. Thanks for these earrings. What happened last night? You don't remember, do you? Are you guys mad at me for something? I don't want to hang out at Ma's anymore. Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. Max, I want you to meet someone. Nice to meet you, Maggie. We went to high school together. Why is my son? He smelled just like your daddy. Spending time at your house. Hey, guys. That bitch is crazy. Probably something wrong with me. Octavia Spencer playing a serial killer or what looks like a serial killer. Basically, serial killer is typically a person who murders. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, serial's like, oh, serial killers? I got you, B. <laughs> That's weird. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think your phone's trying to tell you something. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah. So the mantra, which you hadn't you hadn't heard of till I brought it up. But so, what'd you think of uh, Ma? Um, I literally just saw in the Happy Death Day to You trailers a movie that looks just like this, but instead of an older. Oh, I, well, no, we'll do that later. What? I was like, because you said you saw Happy Death Day. What'd you think? I'll give you my thoughts. But, but for this, um, there's another movie that looks just like this in terms of like the kind of the same premise, where it's like an older female figure that ends up being untrustworthy and kind of scary so I'm like what's going on is there some kind of like you can't trust older older women <laughs> um but yeah this interesting i'll Have say you seen that. gone girl no oh brah watch gone girl yeah yes that's the benefic thing right yes watch gone girl. that the thing with his dick in it or his ass or I something mean, you can't really see I mean, his fucking ass was in uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> but yeah, if you like, if you want, if you like, really want to watch it, like you pause it or certain, which I did, because <laughs> 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 you can see, you could kind of see his dick, not like full on. But How did it compare to the comic book Batman dick? <laughs> ben Affleck's dick was, I think it was bigger. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bruce. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is an interesting premise. I mean. 
older black woman meets a group of white kids and lures them in for whatever reason to kill them because she has some kind of relationship or like a, a strange relationship with one of their fathers. Is that what I'm understanding from the trailer? Yeah, because it was one moment where she was like, "You, you, your smell, you, you kind of remind me of your father." Creepy. <laughs> Seems kind of like a modern day. Um, what was that Stephen King movie? Misery. Misery. Yes. Yes. Exactly. But yeah, it seems interesting. I'm. I'm. That's a foot. Wow. I thought you were playing footsie with me, best to cat. <laughs> oh, you touched my foot. Maybe, How? Maybe, maybe later. Oh wow. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it's basically a trope on like the mammy, the mammy, like black, black women maids always got to take care of the white kids. Now it's like, now I'm gonna fucking kill these white kids. So. It's cool, and then it's like a different role for Octavia Spencer, so it's it's interesting. I mean, uh, it's actually kind of comparable to the to the Bat Dick Ben Affleck. Oh God, <laughs> I don't want to see this. While you're looking, <laughs> oh thank you, thank you for forcing that into my brain. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, was that it? Oh no no no. Uh, the Stephen Amell uh, Code Eight. Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell trailer. A weird first. It's not even a trailer. It's like a weird first look. Yeah, it's not even look. a trailer. It's, yeah, it's a, weird, it's a first look. But I mean, first look, it looks cool. It's like, a, uh, if you haven't uh, heard about it, Stephen Amell released it on his Instagram page. And it says the movie is based off a 10-minute short film that the Amells released back in 2016 as a proof concept teaser for a feature-length film. Uh, the short received widespread praise and interest online, so they basically raised money to make it into a full-length movie. But Code 8 is set in a future where 4% of the population has gained various supernatural abilities. These specials, though, are shunned by society and subjected to a life of poverty and crime. One powerful special, Connor Reed, played by Robbie Amell, finds himself clashing with a militarized police force enhanced by robotic units. And led by Agent Park, portrayed by Sung Kang from Fast and Furious. And Stephen Amell plays Garrett, the head of the criminal underworld who Connor turns to for help making ends meet. And they have those two characters have to be related because there's no way you could look at Robbie Amell, Stephen Amell, and be like, oh yeah, they're not related. Yeah. Because they, they look like brothers. Yeah. I mean, they kind of did that on Arrow, though. <laughs> or in the DC universe. Well, he's not even really in the. Still, <laughs> we're still. Um, it also looks- makes me wish Tomorrow People. Like I really like Tomorrow People. I wish it never got canceled. But anyway, yeah. First look looks good. The effects look good. That robot thing looks good. There's a moment where it looks like someone, a little kid, like is playing with a Rubik's cube. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like psychic powers or something. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. No idea what it's about though. It reminds me of uh, that movie that wasn't as good, but with Chris Evans, Push, I think it's called. Push? Yeah. He was he had like telekinesis or something. That was Chris Evans? Yeah, it was Chris Evans. I vaguely remember that movie's trailers, but I didn't I never saw it. Chris Evans is Dakota Fanning? Wow. Wait, let me see. Let me make sure. You'd be like, no, it isn't Michael, you're wrong. I think it is. Yeah, it's Chris Evans. It's called Push. Hmm. Interesting. Came out in 09. Um, but yeah, for Happy Death Day 2, if you think me a quick review, I enjoyed it. 
That's it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I wanted to know, really. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Was it as good as the first one? It is not a horror movie at all anymore. I mean, it never was. It was almost like a comedy. This is like a, it's like a sci-fi thriller. That's I, the thing I heard. I was like, that's the thing I sound like I don't like. That the fact that they tried to explain the shit with science. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't scientific. <laughs> Where's the magic? Like, clearly this is like magic. I didn't like that attempt of explain, especially with the, the character from the first movie that is now established in the second movie as the person behind it all. I'm like, him? He, no, bullshit, he's that smart. But when you get over the conceit of like the, how the looping works, when it gets into the actual story, that's what was strong to me. The ending, however, I didn't enjoy. That's what kind of, it's weird. I, it's like, I didn't like the beginning and I didn't really like the ending, but the middle I liked. And I feel like what they did in terms of um, wrapping up the main character's story from the first movie and tying in a lot of like the emotional elements from that first movie was were effective. So I was I I was literally like, "There's no way this is gonna be good." Especially after that beginning revelation, I was like, "This is gonna be f- so fucking whack." But I ended up actually feeling for the main character at certain points, so I enjoyed it. All right. Well, speaking of something else that will more than likely be enjoyed, forgot to mention this during our uh, pre pre game, but uh. Detective Pikachu released a new 30-second uh, spot, and you got to see Lick-A-Tongue. Oh, is that also where they show Growlithe or something? Yeah. Okay. You just want to watch it real quick? Not really. <laughs> well, you will. <laughs> I, mean, I saw them like, oh, first look at Growlithe. I was you're like, gonna, you're going to watch it. Okay. With no memory, he was addicted to caffeine. This is what a Frenchman would call caliente fiesta. It's not French. There's magic that brought us together. And that magic is called hope. We're gonna do this, you and me. Use your body words, where? Enough of the games, say it. Just say it! Say it. Just say it! <laughs> um, looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks great. What that tongue do though? <laughs> I, I literally, we're like on the same way. Like after I saw that trail, I was like, "Oh, lick a tongue." It was like somebody said that looked creepy, and then I posted a meme said, "What that mouth do though?" <laughs> <laughs> this is my pet lick a tongue. Are you a Pokemon trainer? No. No. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, we just hang out. Yeah, we just. <laughs> is that what you call it? <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks fucking great. Every time I see those Pokemon, they look so photorealistic. They do. That's crazy. And, like, again, it's just like, what I keep going back to this. When I first heard about this movie, I was like, this is fucking stupid. But now I keep seeing more stuff, and I'm just like, I really I really can't wait to see this movie. Yeah. And I think Ryan Reynolds' voice is Pikachu. He's like, it, he nails it. It's, it's, it's so weird the mime. <laughs> Just say it. Say it! <laughs> and the mime's like, I can't. Does he at least say Mr. Mime in the cartoon, though? Mr. Mime. Yeah, Mr. Mime. Mime, Mime, Mime. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it for uh, that's it for trailers. Yeah. Okay, cool. But uh, what that's not it for is we're talking about the box office. So uh, this week, Battle Angel Alita came out. Huh? And it debuted at. Forty-one point seven million dollars, 
which is pretty up there, but that's not what they were hoping for. They wanted a little bit higher, at least like to crack sixty million. Uh, but whatever, it is what it is. Let's see. Let's see if it ends up. Let's see if it ends up with a sequel. Well, uh, well, I just lost what I was about to say. But anyway, <laughs> let's see if it ends up with a sequel. Uh, Lego Movie Two is number uh, two at the box office, and Happy Death Day is number five mm. at the box office with nine point eight million. And uh, I think this is the first week that Spider Man Into the Spider Verse actually dropped out of the top ten. Mm. And another movie that I kind of want to see is The Prodigy. That's number nine at the bottom. Did you see that with the weird, with the evil kid? No. Oh, wait, no, that's the, the one with the smart kid is like an evil? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see that. But we'll see. I don't, I don't know. And What Men Want is actually number four. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> I don't want to see that. But anyway, with with but with these box office numbers, now... Who would have thought Aquaman is now one of the 20 highest grossing films of all time, surpassing Transformers Dark of the Moon to take the 20th spot. Hmm. Yep. (laughs) Interesting. Because I've been saying a lot this episode. Interesting. Interesting. That's interesting. Interesting. I'm like, who would have thought that for Aquaman? Nobody. <laughs> exactly. exactly yeah. Nobody in the universe would be like, you know what I think is going to be one of the highest grossing DC movies? Aquaman. <laughs> Not even just highest grossing DC, but just the high, one of the top 20 highest grossing movies, period. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. I'm frank. So undeserved. <laughs> just like Transformers. Yes. But Spider-Man is not on there. <laughs> Aquaman not? is the Transformers of superhero movies. <laughs> but speaking of something else, that's interesting. So uh, Marvel and Hulu are teaming up to uh, release four animated animated shows on the Hulu network. And one of them is going to be Howard the Duck, and it's going to be done by Kevin Smith. Uh, they're doing a MODOK animated show. Uh, Hit Monkey, which I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And Tigra and Dazzler. Again, something else, I don't know what the fuck that is. But yeah... You're a fan of those characters. I mean, aside from Howard the Duck, I don't know who any any of the rest of them are. But I'm like, if they're going to do Howard the Duck, they got to get Seth Green to voice it. So, yeah. And Marvel Animation. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Marvel, we can do no wrong. <laughs> they can. Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Inhumans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But speaking of... <laughs> But speaking of Marvel not being able to do no wrong, they might not be. They might be doing right by reviving the Netflix shows on, and it might go to Hulu. Hulu, and depending on contracts and stuff like that. But Hulu has said they are open to reviving the Netflix Marvel shows on their. Oh network. yeah, I saw this. So would you want them? But doesn't Disney have its own? Stri- why, why would they use Hulu and not like? Well, because Disney said they don't want to do rated R properties. And now that Disney owns Fox, they now own Hulu. Hulu. Oh, so it's so not that like could be their. Rated it's not competition up. anymore. No, it's not competition. Oh, but Netflix is. Yeah, Netflix is. I guess that's the reason. Okay, huh? I, would I mean? But it was. But but it was. It was. But it was Netflix that 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 decided to drop the 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 Disney shows. It wasn't Disney's decision. 
So what are the odds of this actually happening? Slim? I mean, Disney owns Hulu, so I mean, they could be like, yeah, let's put it on the... Just Daredevil. <laughs> at least Daredevil. Like, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, I could, I could take him or leave him, but at least Daredevil, man. Because it's like, that could be like their offshoot of doing like, having their cake and eat it too, like doing their rated R properties without it being on the Disney brand. Yeah. I mean, granted, not really, but I mean, Runaways is not, it's not as, it's not rated R like Daredevil, Daredevil, but it's not like as PG-13 as... I would love if they revived Daredevil and then released the episodes week at a time rather than all at once. Said all at once? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I actually prefer, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess I do like binging, but I think it's more manageable when you can watch one episode a week. I think it is too. Yeah. And then you can actually talk it to, that's another thing with the binging that I never really ever thought about. Like binging only works if you make it binge worthy. Like you make it like to the point where it's like, I have to see the next episode. Like what the fuck? Like give me, give me. But if it's just like a slow burn, it's like that's not going to make me want to watch the next, like binge it. And it's hard for it to like spread around, like because you you're never on the same episode as someone else, so you can't really talk about things. So like it, it removes that like dialogue it creates in like the the mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that if you reduce one episode at a time, hey, have you seen this week's episode? Yes, we can talk about it. All right. <laughs> but when it's binging, it's like what episode are you on? Two? Oh, shit, I'm on seven. We can't talk about shit. <laughs> well, I finished the whole series, like Umbrella Academy. People they finished it already and it just came out like yesterday. Wow, I've only seen one episode. I didn't see any. I enjoyed it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so... I think I enjoyed Doom Patrol more, though. Words from Blurred Vision. <laughs> Not even strong words. I think I enjoyed Doom Patrol more. Uh, But something else you might enjoy. What? That's, based, what? That, that's also based on a comic. What? DC has announced they are doing an animated an animated movie of Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Teenage Mutant oh, yeah, Ninja Turtles yeah, Heroes in yeah. a Half Shell Turtle, Turtle Power. Power This is a comic too Yeah that's what I said based on a comic Yeah So I'm excited I was just about to ask are you excited Yeah man I love Ninja Turtles I love Batman I take both I like, <laughs> I like tacos yeah. I like pizza See this, and if it, I guess it was, if it's the adaptation of the comic, that means we'll see like the shredder. This is like a animated first look. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Um, it, that means we'll see the shredder kind of work with the Arkham Asylum Rogue, Rogues Gallery, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool, and this would be probably the closest we get to Batman and Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. You know, the turtles are based. Based on Daredevil, yeah, because yeah. that ooze is the same ooze that gave Daredevil's power. Yeah. I'm with it. Bless you. Thank you. But uh, speaking of ooze, so (laughs) I mentioned The Walking Dead is continuing to ooze not only ratings, but actors and another sneeze is coming. Oh, it just went away. (laughs) Bless you in advance. Ah, (laughs) it's the fucking cat. Anyway, what are you thinking? What are you contemplating? Why are you making that face? Oh, I was going to say, um, I watched a lot of shit this week. That's just like random. I don't usually watch. Have you seen Weird City? 
What, what is that? Weird City. It's a YouTube show. Um, the best way I can describe it. Speaking of YouTube, when does Cobra Kai come back? That's a good question. I don't know. But this is good. It's it's like Black Mirror meets like a Key and Peele sketch. Like it's it's like a funny Black Mirror. But the first two episodes were really interesting. The first one, oh my God, so interesting. I really want your opinion on it. It's only like 30 minute episodes. Okay, so I watch Weird City. You watch This Is Us and Gone Girl. Fine. <laughs> Deal. It's even. You want to know the premise of the episode one? It's a city that's weird. Well, that's the premise of the whole show. Whatever, oh. It's like this weird city that's divided into two halves, like things that are above the line and people that are below the line. So it's a literal representation of the rich and the poor. But um, it's not really like about that. It's just like the place it's set in. Um, but the first episode is really fucking interesting. It's about uh, apparently in this futuristic society, the people that are above the line that are rich have assigned... Uh, Assigned marriages and assigned relationships. Um, one guy who moved up in life to the futuristic, you know, rich society uh, didn't have an assigned relationship because he came from the poor area. So what he does is uh, he gets like a uh, there's an app that's basically like a dating app, and the the uh, the the conceit is it'll find your one true love. Like it's a hundred percent guaranteed. Like hit 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 the DJ, hang the DJ, whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly like that. Um, but in this in this situation, <laughs> whoa, gross. Rather than date people over and over and over again with like a signed dating or whatever, uh, they basically give you like a like a, a DNA and written test, and with that information, they find the person that is meant for you. That's a hundred percent match. So the dude does it. Goes home, waits until midnight when the person's supposed to arrive, and the person that shows up, he's like a maybe a 35-year-old dude. The person that shows up is like a 65-year-old man. And the dude's like, I- I'm sorry, this is this is awkward, but I'm, are you gay? And the guy's like, no, are you? This must be some mistake. He's like, no, I'm not gay either. And they have a conversation, and they end up hanging out, and I'm not going to say what happens, they but fuck. <laughs> it takes a twist. And it then takes another twist. And both twists are like, what? And then it's like, wait, what? <laughs> I really want to know what your opinion is. I'm not going to say what happens, but just that's the premise. Is it because it's gay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why. So immediately I was like, I got to know what Michael thinks about this. <laughs> um, and the second episode was wait. And Michael Sarah's in the second episode. There's celebrities in this. Like Michael, uh, the guy, the older guy, I forgot who the young guy is, but the older guy is the dude from Married with Children. Uh, Ed O'Neill. Is that his name? The father? Yeah, the father. And in the second episode, it's Michael Sarah and Rosario Dawson. I oh. was like, damn, they got celebrities in this. Yeah, they, got, they got celebrities. I want to say, is this the thing that's made by Ke- like by Jordan Peele? What's the Twilight Zone thing he's doing? It's not this, is it? It's not out yet. Oh, it's not out? Okay. So maybe, I, who made this? I'm looking it up. I think somebody... Somebody made this shit that's, like, of note. But I was like, they got it if they're getting, like, fucking Michael Sarah, Rosario Dawson and shit. Yeah, it's a YouTube Red series. So, you have to pay for YouTube for it, I think. You don't? Oh, you're going to... Got you. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, the first two episodes... I didn't pay for Cobra Kai. I'm wow. just leaving it at that. Wow. <laughs> but the first two episodes are really intriguing. 
So I I think you should check it out. Weird city. Weird city. Weird science. Weird science. Something like the dirty. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, as I was trying to say, you killed my fucking segue about ooze. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm gonna just go. I'm gonna just go right into it. So yeah. Walk- oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan Peele. He's attached oh, to this. He's the writer on. It doesn't say what episodes, but apparently he's a writer on it. And honestly, I, that makes sense why I said it feels like Black Mirror meets Key and Peele. It feels like Key and Peele at, at points. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. That's sexual harassment. <laughs> Is, isn't it though? Don't you like it? <laughs> what? I mean, you are you gay? Are you my true love? <laughs> <laughs> it poses really interesting questions. Like, uh, yeah, we might be. Soul- oh yeah, and Jordan Peele's the executive producer. We, we might be soulmates, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> you say you say nobody got you as much as I have when I joined the podcast. He was like, I, I, haven't, I haven't been able to riff off anybody. I remember on your first episode, I didn't tell you this, but you were like, I have to have him back on the show. I, I remember this conversation. Oh no, this is a, I, I remember this, this is behind this the, this all is be, weird city. <laughs> this is behind the scenes conversations, guys. He told yeah. me this before. I think I said this on the podcast. On my though. first episode, hashtag, uh, what's today's date? Uh, 17th? Three more days would be my two-year anniversary. Oh, wow. I think I, think I said this on the podcast, though. I don't think you did. I think I, I did. think it was in the car. Nah, we had a conversation in the podcast. I don't remember. Well, I need sure. you to say it again. Okay, wow. <laughs> are we soulmates? Wow. Are we, we going to get married, Jordan? All right, so watch this episode. Let me see what you think about it. <laughs> yeah, now I'm scared. I don't know. <laughs> wait, wait. But yeah, Jordan Peele's an executive producer on it, too. So. All right. I watch it when I get home, and you watch This Is Us and Gone Girl. Okay, you pick which one you watch first, and then I'm gonna quiz you on it <laughs> okay. next week. But yeah, back to what I was trying to say. Finally, My bad. at this point, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> but another character is leaving The Walking Dead. Wait, what? Again, remember I was like, are speaking, there any characters left? Speaking of oozing, <laughs> who's left? Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Really? And Carol. So the guy that we're gonna give the show to is leaving. Huh? What? No, you said Norman Reedus is Norman Reedus leaving? No, no, no. I didn't say Norman Reedus. I said another character is leaving. The oh, Walking I said Dead. Norman Reedus. I thought you were confirming that. Oh, no, you said who's left? Oh, okay. So who who is it? Uh, Kari Payton, Ezekiel, King Ezekiel. They're gonna kill him. <laughs> They're not gonna let him walk away. He's he's le- he's leaving the show now. Why is he leaving? He's also just fucking done. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's really crazy. I don't know why he's leaving. He's just leaving. <laughs> He's like, man, I don't need this shit. I got cyborg. Fuck this. <laughs> I'm out, motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, but he's he's out. It says he's either gonna be leaving at the end of this season, or he's gonna stick around a little bit in season ten. But then, but he's pretty much done. I wonder. If, I don't. I don't remember if King Ezekiel died in the comics. He probably did. He's like, oh man, Denagura is leaving. Man, fuck this show. <laughs> Kinda. So basically, every character except for Norman Reedus and Carol. Daryl, and, Daryl I think, and Negan's still around, and so it's gonna become the Negan show. It's gonna be. I mean, from what I've heard, it kind of already is. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> but interestingly enough, the ratings actually went up. Probably just people were curious after all this fucking new zero and leaving. I mean, that might that might be it. But it was like, yeah, uh, Walking Dead had a uh, saw its ratings rise for the first time in a while. <laughs> 
And so I was just like, I guess I guess people just wanted to see what the show is now. Now that it's like you're in the post-Rick era. You'll be like, what is the show now? Because I'm actually kind of curious. Granted, I don't know what the fuck has happened this season, like when Rick was still there. But now I'm like, what is the show post-Rick? I mean, I guess they're just focused on the plot, which is the whispers now. Who knows? But speaking of something else about uh, talking about who knows. So, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw is coming out. Mm-hmm. But what's going on with that Fast and Furious movie? Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> Apparently Universal feels the same way because they pushed back Fast and Furious now to 2020. Uh, I mean, mem- it's just an inferior version. Mem- Memorial Day 2020. Like, can we all just be honest with ourselves here and just admit that Dwayne Johnson's a superior version of Vin Diesel in every way? <laughs> he is. Because originally Fast Fast 9 was supposed to come out April of this year. Oh, wow. That ain't happening. No. <laughs> Tyree's still crying about Again, you. like I said, it's been pushed back to next year, Memorial Day. And that's pushed back. I mean, it may not come out. Just like the, the whole New Mutants thing. It's like, oh, we're pushing it back. And then maybe it's going to go to Hulu. And you like, know it's probably contingent on whether or not Hobbs and Shaw blows the fuck up. Oh, definitely. When does Hobbs and Shaw come out? Because uh, he just finished rapping. Because I followed The Rock on Instagram. Oh, yeah. I, just, I saw that, too. Hobbs and Shaw... It's not on this article. So much. It makes you feel bad about living because he's always so awesome at everything. <laughs> and I like the fact that they are Hobbs trying and to... Shaw comes out August of this year, August 2nd. That's a fast turnaround. That's a fucking super fast turnaround. Yeah, what what is it? It's February now, basically March. Yeah. March, April. So let's say April, May, June, July. No, March, April, May. Well, it's already February. Like it's the end of February. But if, I mean, if they just wrap, they still got March to edit and stuff like that. So all of March, April, May, June, July—five months—and that's not even counting like time to distribute and shit like that. So like, let's say three and a half months. Wow, that's fucking good turnaround time on its production value. Yeah, I mean, and I do like the fact that they seems like from what I've seen uh, on Dwayne Johnson's page that he's really trying to incorporate his, you know, Samoan culture into it. So that's cool. Yeah. He said, I mean, I think I mentioned this, but he said he wants Jason Momoa to play his brother in the sequel. That's too much sexy in one fucking (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) Too much masculinity. Too much strong, man. (laughs) I'm going to have a full boner the whole episode, the whole movie. (laughs) Michael, what is that? Is that your leg? Uh, Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh... But speaking of uh, too much sexy, no, that doesn't translate. So <laughs> too much sexy. That's not a. Good... Oh, it's too sexy. I was like, that doesn't translate, but it might be because Bumblebee. We enjoyed Bumblebee. It was a sexy franchise, into the the Transformers uh, pantheon. Well, it is now official, Jordan. Okay. Officially, official, official, confirmed that Bumblebee has rebooted the Transformers franchise. Oh, sweet. So everything that came before it does not count. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when nothing of value was lost. <laughs> so, yeah. And this came from Hasbro itself. Good. Official, official, official. Oh, thank God. So all you got, everybody that has those Transformers DVDs and shit, throw it away. <laughs> I still like the first Transformers movie. Well, it doesn't fuck your first Transformers movie. It doesn't count, which kind of makes me go. But he drove away in the Camaro. 
but doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you know, it's a nod to the original series, I guess. So yeah, trans- Bumblebee's rebooted the franchise. Which Sweet. So when's the Shia LaBeouf cameo in the second movie? Never. <laughs> but I think it's. I think it was great because I mean, but we enjoyed Bumblebee. Yeah. And so I don't know. Are they gonna call it Transformers again? Are they gonna call it Optimus Prime? Like, what the fuck are they gonna do with the title? I don't know. <laughs> Bumblebee and friends. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. But speaking of something else that might be enjoyed based on the writer that they got, so Loki, the Loki movie has uh, just got their showrunner. Wubba Lubba Dub Dub! Yeah, it's going to be the, <laughs> one of the head writers of, uh, not Dan Harmon, but uh, head writer of Rick and Morty. His name is Michael Waldron. He will be leading the show. Uh. So I'm like, oh, that, that's interesting because I love Rick and Morty. So. Have they confirmed what it's about yet? Is this- they have not confirmed what it's about. Okay, so we don't know if it's really about the Loki prequel or not. I also heard that it was about Loki going to historic events in, in history. Like, what? So what is this, magic school bus with Loki? Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. I'm like, so he was just popping up in Earth's history every once in a while, but it seemed like his first visit to Earth was when Thor went there. So what are you talking about? I don't think so. He mentioned Earth. He did? Because, I mean, the whole Viking... Because they lean into the whole uh, Viking lore. Like, how did the Vikings know about Asgard- Asgardians? Because they went to Earth. Not, not Loki, though. Was I don't it? know. I don't know. Hey, I, I, I don't fucking know. Because I'm like, how else would they know about Odin and Thor? And to have the Norse mythology, they lean into that. That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. But, yeah, Rick and Morty uh, writer is doing uh, the Loki movie. For Disney Plus. Uh, also, I probably should have put this with the Bumblebee news, but uh, Netflix has also announced, and in combination with Hasbro, but they're doing an animated Transformers War on Cybertron series. Bless you again. Thank you. Clearly, I need to lock up the cats. <laughs> That's not even the, like, it's more the dander than the cat itself. Like once the ha- hair gets off the cats, like they're on the mic, yeah. and once it flies in the air, that's what makes me sneeze. But meanwhile, like, you were playing with the cat. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I could pick up the cat and it doesn't bother me because the hair's not. Yeah. It's just after the fact. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah, like people are allergic to pet dander, but not the pet. like. I could go on. I could if I wanted to put my nose in the cat hair and do like that, it won't bother me. But then after the fact, it's like, hmm. What are we talking about? <laughs> Cybertron. Oh, Cybertron. Is this a show? Animated. Animated show. I haven't watched an animated Transformers show in like forever. Seems like Netflix is really leaning into their animated stuff. Yeah. Man, you're dying. <laughs> like Michael's like tearing. Like <laughs> you have every orifice. The only time Jordan would see me cry. Yeah. He's gonna throw a cat at your face. <laughs> That's what happens when you get me around pussy. Wow. I, wow. I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what are these emotions I'm feeling? <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, Dragon Prince, uh, Castlevania. There's talk about doing uh, Devil May Cry. Neo, <laughs> Neo Yokio, your favorite property. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Neo Yokio. Love it. <laughs> uh, but what else? Uh, something else that we talk about loving. So uh, they're saying that it chapter two, along with Infinity War or Endgame rather, is also going to be three hours long. So that's that's cool. Hmm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, you know, this was, but I mean, it was a book, but it was also a mini series. So 
three hours seems about appropriate for that. Yeah. And something else that I'm also cool with, it is now confirmed, uh, Jordan. What? That the Jared Leto, Harley Quinn movie is not happening. The team up Joker, Harley Quinn movie. I mean, dude, you're Morbius now. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Maybe Joker will be a success like Bumblebee was. No hard or soft reset. The DCEU Joker. I don't care. Like that, <laughs> what? The Jared Leto Joker? No, nah, he was an imposter for sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, doesn't the this Joker movie take place in the 80s? So fuck what, man? Uh, Days of Future Past took place in like the 70s or whatever, and they still look like they're 20 or something. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, what the fuck is going on with that Dark Phoenix movie? <laughs> or the New Mutants movie? I, I don't know. Every time I hear about it, it's, just, it's not done and or the test screenings are terrible, so... Just feels like they they have to finish it at this point. <laughs> like nobody want even like I heard like even the actors like have distanced themselves from it. Well, all right, that's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like X Men: Days of Future Past, First Class, and X Men: Apocalypse all take place over the course of thirty years, but they don't they they didn't even bother to make them look any older. No. So, McAvoy looks the same in the Dark Phoenix. Yeah, so if we can do that bullshit, then yeah, Joker, Phoenix. But that's also X, like X-Men, they never gave a fuck about their continuity. continuity. DC really does too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But they're trying, to get, they're trying to get better. I think we would all forgive, if Hakeem, Joaquin, Hakeem, Hakeem? Hakeem Phoenix's Joker is amazing, I think we would all forgive them doing some timeline fuckery and just being like, no, nope, he's the Joker in the present day too. I know this is how he looked in the 80s, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> but speaking of something else that had that might be a good sign, so and these two will run together, and then that'd be the end of the news. But yeah, so I talked about Are You Afraid of the Dark is getting its own movie. Okay. Well, they're not stopping there. They're bringing it back to television what? On, Nickel- on Nickelodeon, a miniseries. What? A miniseries? That's creepy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, more than likely, of course, it's like miniseries. Like, is it continuity? Probably to like test it out. It's not a reboot, is it? Well, it says they're bringing the Midnight Society back, but it's probably going to be a reboot. If they kept it in continuity and had like an anybody, it doesn't matter. Actually, the youngest kid probably be the best at this. But if they bring anybody from original cast back, just to kind of pass the torch. That'd be awesome. I'm like, how old are they? Huh? They gotta be old. They were. I actually have no idea how old they were when we were younger. But like the original cast is probably like forties. I think it'd be really cool if the young, the, the young kid Tucker passed the torch on to a bunch of new kids, and maybe it's like his kids or something. That'd be cool. Kind of like uh, was it Jumanji? No. No, but that was also in continuity. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just don't like just like Ghostbusters where it's just like, no, I never just a new, Just a new bunch of people. Yeah, hard reboot. Like, no. Like, come on, man. Like, nostalgia is what makes this shit good. Like, but, but legacy I'm, is what makes this stuff interesting. But I'm hoping, like, they say miniseries, but it's probably because they want to test it. Like, Legend of Korra was only supposed to be one season, but they got such high ratings, they kept doing more. True. Which I'm like... You probably should, because you could tell they didn't plan it out, because they only planned it for one season. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we got to do more? 
what's another idea? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, if it's good, they do more seats. I'm like really dying. Yeah, you are dying right now. <laughs> like I'm watching you slowly unravel. Like <laughs> clearly, pussy is Michael's kryptonite. Wow. <laughs> it is. That's so funny. I'm like, I'm your Mr. Glass because I'm all about cats. So <laughs> I am Cats Man. <laughs> Pussy man. Uh, no, cat man. Pussy man sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I'm cat man. Meow. But uh, also with that, something else getting a reboot on Nickelodeon. So, damn it. How does it go? How does the beginning go? I don't know. I'm just skipping to the chorus. All of that. This, this is all that. that. That's coming back. That. Executive produced by Keenan Thompson. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Well, the OG came back to do it again. He is. Well, I don't I don't know if he's going to be in it. No, yeah, but I mean like this is kind of like patching the torch behind the scenes. Yes, yes, yes. So all that's coming back. What do you think about those two things? I mean, this is my childhood, so That being said, while I, I die. Yeah, I'm excited for this, but at the same time Wow. <laughs> You're right. He just fucking blew out his brains in that tissue. Um, but at the same time, I'm I'm not even concerned. I'm just, I'm wary because I feel like it could very easily not be for me. Like, you know I mean? It's, it's not for me anymore. It's like a new generation. Yeah. Like, it's, it's still a kid's show. So, like, I remember seeing, like, the latter, like, all that toward the end of its run. Even that wasn't for me anymore. Like, I just, I grew out of that that level of humor. Like it's very slapsticky, very, honestly, a lot of it looking back on it, kind of cringeworthy. <laughs> um, repairman, man, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, these are, these are kids' jokes. They are. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to look at, look to these shows as, like, to be something for me. Like, I'm not going to judge it as something that would be for someone my age. It'd be nice. If they did have strong enough writing for something like Are You Afraid of the Dark that could bridge that gap, I would love like that. Like an avatar where it's like for kids and adults. Yeah. Or Shrek or you know a bunch of properties. Yeah, I would love that. But I'm not going to go into this expecting that. And if like, it, Well, I am. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you better give some dick jokes and all that, damn it. Because <laughs> part of me also feels like... Super dude. Because part of me also feels like, who are you trying to appeal to by bringing these properties back but the people that grew up with it? It could be argued that it's just if these shows could just work for any generation. It doesn't have to be for us. Like, yeah, the name, the name like, is for us. But, I mean, in terms of content. Because it's like, oh, guess what, guys? We're bringing Are You Afraid of the Dark back. And it's like, kids are like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't like, yeah, but a kid's why, not, should I, why should I care? But a kid's not reading this news. A kid's just going to turn on Nickelodeon and see it. You know what I mean? So that that's that audience. But that's also my point. It's like you're bringing it, you're putting it in a news article. It's like who are you trying to appeal to? Wait, you want them to not talk about it? <laughs> they gotta, no, they gotta don't talk it. about it. <laughs> I'm just gonna release the show. Not even just mention fucking it. release the show. Well, they gotta mention it. Just like Beyonce released her album at like midnight without nobody knowing. That's Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce is power. Nickelodeon. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. If it's if it ends up just being a thing for kids. I don't. It doesn't have to be made for me. I think Goosebumps the movie did a good job of that. The first one, I didn't see that second one. I didn't see either one. 
Oh, okay. But the original, the, the, the first Goosebumps movie, I think, had enough in it to be like an original thing for kids. But if you grew up with Goosebumps. I can't my stomach look like this. I need more ice cream. That's not at that's, all. That's how that works. No. And who is that? I don't know. Somebody I follow because he's hot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a non sequitur that is. Random hot dude. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you don't think he's hot? Yeah, but you know why he's got abs like that? No ice cream. <laughs> no, he's ice cream. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure I saw him on his stories eating ice cream. Probably has his cheat day or something. <laughs> oh, no, that's every day. <laughs> this is my diet, ice cream. So what, are you are you excited for this though? Are you excited for I'm more excited for Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm excited, than yeah, all I'm that. more excited for Are You Afraid of the Dark than I am all that. Yeah. Did you agree with all that though? Like toward the end? Because even the comedy, I'm like, it's produced by Kenyon Thompson. I'm like, eh, when I watch him on Saturday Night Live, I don't really I don't really find him that funny. Is he writing that though? He's one of the, I think he's one of the head writers now. Now, Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I try to give him a bit of the doubt. Like, all that, but looking back on those shows, like, I would never watch that shit. Like, Keen, like, uh, Keenan and Kel? No. Like, who loves Orange? So, like, again, that's but just. I would rewatch Are You Afraid of the Dark? I do watch, rewatch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, every Halloween, I, I do, like, an Are You Afraid of the Dark binge of my favorite episodes. So you're like me with Passion of the Christ. No, you're weird. <laughs> Which I haven't done lately, but yeah. That is so weird. No, it's not. Yes, it is. How? It's, not, it's the same fucking shit. You're nostalgic for Passion of the Christ? I'm nostalgic for Christ getting murdered. <laughs> what? That is nothing like what I'm talking about. So it's a celebration of Easter. No, I'm talking about nostalgia. <laughs> I, I rewatch it on Holland Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, we got to this podcast. You're dying. You're not going to last any longer. <laughs> But no, I, I will. It's all, uh, of my, it's all of my hands. <laughs> it's got like jizz hands. Ew. Ew. It's like he fucking has got webbing in his hands. I mean, when I come on my hands, it looks just like that. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, all right. I guess it's this week's episode. Uh, watch Weird City, though. I think. I, re- I wonder what your opinion is on the second episode, too. That shit ends in the fucking weirdest ass fucking well, way. I watch Weird City. You watch Gone Girl and This Is Us. Yeah, I watch. I watch that. I watch This Is Us for sure. Gone Girl. What's it about? It's about a girl that's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, not gonna tell you. That's what, okay. just watch it. All right, all right. It's a drama or horror. What is it? It's like a suspense ish. Mm. Okay, interesting. That's the quote of this episode. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> to mind fuck. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Okay, so weird. Weird city's also mind. That's the theme. Mind fucks. That bitch is crazy. That's all. I'm t- that's all. I'm t- that's all I'm gonna tell you. That's why I said so. Gone. She's she's gone, and I don't mean missing. That that bitch is crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, then ditto for weird city episode two. But not. It's not a girl. It's Michael Sarah. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> um. But that's it for this week's episode of Blair Vision. Is. Anything next next week? And I read the book too. That fuck it. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> Reading? <laughs> yeah, Jordan doesn't. <laughs> All right, I read the book before I saw the movie. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> Reading? What? <laughs> What's next week? Any movies out? Uh, we need to do our Patreon episode because How to Train a Dragon. Yes. So we could do that on Monday or two. No, Tuesday. So you want to rewatch? One and two, and then do a review on them? Yeah. Okay. You'll love it. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I'm really excited for that third movie. Which I'm like, funny enough, I haven't seen Up either. And I have the Blu-ray. <laughs> what is going on? 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> I said it right next to How to Train Your Dragon 1 and 2. Why did I have a Out of one of those. Why? Because I heard Up was sad. I don't want to be sad. <laughs> I mean, the beginning's sad, but after that, it's not really that sad. Watch Wally. <laughs> Wally. Even though I've seen Wally. Okay. <laughs> Several times. I love Wally. All right. Well, I've got nothing witty to wrap this episode up with. I'm tired. So <laughs> that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. Well, do you have something woody to wrap this episode up with? What? Why? I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jordan witty. Dix. Come you on, said, man. You said, you said witty. I'm going to say woody. <laughs> On that weird note, <laughs> that's been this week's episode. Well, you were the one that talked about I got cum hands. You did have cum hands. <laughs> yeah, watch Weird City. <laughs> just, okay, okay, just, yeah. That week's it was yeah, that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host Jordan with Michael. Why'd you whisper it? I don't know. Don't be weird. <laughs> oh, mm, mm. I was even weird. <laughs> it's like filleting the mic. <laughs> Michael, uh, uh, Black Gang Comic Geek, and we will see you next week. Peace. Adios, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> let it go, let it go. I am one with the wind and sky. Let it go, let it go. You'll never see me cry. Here I stand, and here I stay. Let the storm rage on. My power flurries through the air into the ground. My soul is spiraling in frozen fractals all around. And one thought crystallizes like an icy blast. I'm never going back. The past is in the